MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday. It's the ninth day of June. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Air quality alerts are still in effect in Philadelphia and across the Delaware Valley as smoky conditions from the Canadian wildfires begin to improve in our region. A code red air quality alert is in effect for Delaware today. A code red means the air pollution concentrations are unhealthy for the general population and outdoor activities should be avoided. In Philadelphia and New Jersey, a code orange air quality alert is in effect. A code orange air quality alert means that air pollution concentrations within the region may become unhealthy for sensitive groups. Sensitive groups include children, people suffering from asthma, heart disease, and other lung disease, as well as the elderly. I'm sorry, but that's not even a word. Yeah. Uh, I just <laughs> yeah. want to let you know. The O-Range. The O-Range. <laughs> the school district of Philadelphia will shift to virtual learning today due to poor air quality. Students should prepare to log in for remote learning. All employees, including school-based and central office staff, will report to their normal work location. All school related outdoor activities are postponed and they're saying that uh, all air quality related absences recorded Thursday and Friday will be excused so basically that means none of the kids are going to school. Yeah, it's weird because we were on, the we had our charity event last night, the Mashaloo. It was wonderful. The air quality was really good so is, is it another... Is it going to? Is it getting worse through the day? No, no, it's uh, getting no, it's getting better. Okay, it is getting better. Right. So as of 11 p.m. last night, the U.S. Air Quality Index had the Delaware Valley in the unhealthy zone with levels of 101 to 200. That's down from when it peaked in Philadelphia at 427. So we're about half of what it, uh, under half of what it was when yeah. it peaked. I mean, because it, it was really nice last night. Uh, and the air quality index is expected to continue to drop. A teacher in Lower Marion was arrested for allegedly enticing minors to engage in illicit <sighs> sexual contact on social media. If Officials say 31-year-old Jeremy Schobel of Philadelphia created fake social media profiles to obtain sexually explicit images of teenagers between the ages of 16 and 18. He allegedly posed as a 17-year-old girl during this time. The investigation began in November of 2022 when the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children received a tip from the social networking app Ubo that a user account named Sophia Van 423 was engaged in online grooming of minors. Officials also claimed that an account named Jill Moreno was a fake and was created by the same user who owned Sophia Van 423. Uh, police allege that Schobel used two fa- the two fake profiles to connect with minors as a 17-year-old girl then obtained sexually explicit photos and videos on Snapchat. On June 2nd of 2023, officials were granted a search warrant of his home in Philadelphia. Uh, Schobel was brought into questioning by police at the time. According to police, he admitted to creating both profiles to communicate with underage girls. He also admitted to enticing photos and videos from the victim and said he had done so for years. Schobel was an English teacher at Harriton High School but has been suspended following the investigation. Officials from the Lower Marion School District released the following statement, reading in part, Mr. Schobel joined the Lower Marion School District prior to the start of the 2021-22 school year. He had no prior record that would have preluded his hiring. While we understand this is an ongoing investigation at this time, LMSD is not aware of any inappropriate interactions between Mr. Schobel and the students. Additionally, the district has 
has not received any complaints or concerns uh, from students or staff regarding his conduct in school. And obviously, he's been suspended and has no access to their computers. Yeah, so this is my son's uh, high school, and uh, there was no um, indication of any of this happening ahead of time. There were no rumors, there was no, and so he had been out. Uh, this teacher for the last couple of days and um, my, my son has friends who were in this class and they just thought maybe he was sick or he was home. There, there right. was no indication as to why any of this was wow. happening. How shocking. And, um, you know, he has a wife and kids, this Ugh. this teacher, you know, and, and he has ruined his life and yeah. his professional career. And um, the, obviously it was really traumatic for all of the students and the, the, his uh, fellow teachers yesterday. It's it's the, yeah. the absolute essence of a complete what, I mean, whiplash. Yeah. What? Yeah. So they, they stopped all of the classes yesterday yeah. um, to so the teachers could read the district-wide email wow. to the students. Wow. And, and my son thought um, that, like, some tragedy had happened, that maybe somebody had passed away because his teacher, his Spanish teacher, read it to him, and she was in tears. She was really upset, uh, understandably. Sure, yeah. Oh, wow, wow. School officials also said that, according to the FBI, Shobel may have engaged in these illicit activities during work hours using an IP address associated with the Lower Marion School District. Counselors will be available at Harriton High School for any student or staff members who need support today. Thank God say. these guys, Kathy, seem to not know a lot about how IP addresses work and all that stuff because that's how they get nailed. Yeah, you know what? Uh, and I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad they got them finally. All types of bicycles will be allowed on the Ocean City Boardwalk when seasonal bike rules take effect next Thursday. Mayor Jay Gillian introduced an ordinance to City Council Thursday night that would have prohibited people from riding e-bikes on the boardwalk. But after receiving feedback from the community, council members voted to take the ordinance. Instead, they plan, they're going to plan a committee to look into the issue. Last week, vacationers expressed concern and business owners said they noticed people riding e-bikes too fast. Starting on June 15th, bicyclists will be, bicyclists will be allowed to be on the boardwalk from 5 a.m. until noon daily. In sports this morning... The Phillies beat the Detroit Tigers 3-2 in a walk-off yeah. last night at the ballpark. Zach Wheeler took a no-hitter into the eighth inning. Cody Clemens came through with a game-ending single, and the Phillies rallied to win their fifth game in a row. Bryce Harper led off the bottom of the ninth with a double, and Trey Turner walked after JT Real Muto struck out. Bryson Stott loaded the bases with an infield single. Brandon Marsh tied it on a liner to left before Clemens' single into right scored Turner. The LA Dodgers come to town for a weekend series that begins tonight. Ranger Suarez is scheduled to get the start. First pitch is set for 7.05. Carter Verhage scored 4.27 into overtime, and the Florida Panthers rallied to beat the Vegas Golden Knights 3-2 in Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Finals. Vegas still leads the series 2-1, but for the first time in the series, the Panthers have some life. Game 4 is tomorrow night in South Florida, and the puck will drop at 8 o'clock. And at the NBA Finals, the Denver Nuggets lead the Miami Heat two games to one. Game 4 is tonight in Miami. Tip-off is scheduled for 8.30. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We've arrived at that day. We have been longing for a Friday morning. We are one week exactly away from the uh, blood drive, the President Steve blood drive. Uh, so go to WMMR.com, get the information, sign up for that. We'll be broadcasting live from Oaks, and uh, there's a lot of other things that are taking place that particular day, but we need your help. We want to get 1,000 units. Let's do this thing, man. We can do it. 
And do it. we're going to be revealing something uh, in a little bit. I'll get you details on that. So hang tight for that. We have uh, a guest, Air 2, on the program. Uh, joining us this morning in our studio will be Mr. David Keckner. <laughs> the great. Performing at Helium Comedy Club. Yes, Champ Kind from Anchorman. <laughs> we'll be here in the studio. So I've been good. So we'll talk to him in the 8 o'clock hour. Our buddy Michael Barkan has the uh, Tito's Tiki tailgate. He's the real Champ Kind. Uh, with Shane Victorino going on uh, tomorrow. So we'll talk to Michael about that event that's happening. Uh, we also have our Word of the Week prize to give away. And we have a different gift to give you this morning, and we're going to do a very rare out-of-Wednesday sequence secret text word because we have a $500 premium auto detailing gift card from Menard Premium Detailing in Warminster, and it's in conjunction with Jackie Bam Bam and uh, Sarah Parker, who are a part of Tacos and Tailpipes Car Meetup. This is very cool. Tomorrow from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at uh, Menard Premium Detailing in Warminster. So it's a charity fundraiser, and it's a local cancer survivor and former firefighter uh, who lost his home in a fire, Michael Abbott. Uh, there's going to be live music, four bands, 1,500 cars, prizes for the kids, and clear rum canned cocktails for the adults. Uh, details at tacosandtailpipes.com. But here's what you need to do right now to win the $500 auto detailing gift card. Text the word TACO to 39333. That's all you'd have to do. That's up and running, right, Marissa? And we're going to send a special word back to you, like the secret text word we do on Wednesday. And a little bit later on this morning, we'll have your chance to call in and win. Uh, and if you've never had your card detailed, it's awesome. Yeah. It is so yeah. badass when you get back inside that thing and go, wow. You literally just want to go out and drive it around to show it off. <laughs> yes, you yeah. do. And especially the inside of it is just oh. phenomenal. So uh, text word TACO to 39333. You will be in the running for that. And we have our very last coolest teacher to oh. announce this morning. Yesterday, chosen at random. Steve got the honor of doing it this year. Woodbury High School, and they're in Woodbury, New Jersey, and they're they're known as the Woo. You're Woo! correct. And so the the students voted. We now have a winner. Oh. Yes. Oh my God. This is how I started it, and that's how I finished it. All right. Thank you so much. What on the first day? Yeah, the yeah. first day you did the burp instead of the drum roll. They're right next to each other. Give them a break. All right. The coolest teacher of the year, according to the students at Woodbury High School, is. John DeMarco. And listen to this. Mr. DeMarco teaches Chinese. Chinese? At the school. Wow. I did not have that option when I went to school. We had German, French, and Spanish. That's it. That was it. Yeah. Uh, But how cool is this? So John DeMarco is a Chinese teacher at Woodbury High School. Uh, He also oversees uh, their eSports club. And apparently they're an award-winning eSports club. Yep. And he's the varsity boys soccer coach. Uh, So hopefully we'll have a chance to chat with him at some point this morning. So if you know Mr. John DeMarco at Woodbury High School, let him know. He's the winner. A different list this year. We had a dance teacher. We had a couple of languages. Ceramics. Ceramics. A couple of language teachers. That's cool. Yeah, I'm digging it. So uh, congratulations, Mr. DeMarco. You get the coveted uh, Preston and Steve, coolest teacher of the year, coffee mug, and a $50 gift card from our friends at Five Below. So maybe we'll hear from him this morning and find out a little bit about what makes him who he is. All right, with all of that, let's take a break. Come back in a moment. The Entertainment Report and Super Question are coming up in just a sec. So hang out. We'll be back shortly. 
drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because, nah, we're good. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopingAndWinningGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I just noticed your sweater that you're wearing. Oh. It says tacos and tequila mm-hmm. on it. Kathy's right. It's all it says right there in sure plain does. print. Um, so that ties in perfectly with tacos and tailpipes. Right. I'm celebrating. All right. So <laughs> sure. um, we have a chance to win uh, something really cool today. <clears throat> it's a $500 gift card to Menards Premium Detailing. And uh, all you have to do is uh, text the word taco to 39333. No, she was a dancer. dancer. Thanks, it's all about me this morning. Okay. <laughs> what was that all about? Okay, it was just an accident. Look at his his hand in uh, Wait, his head and his well, hand didn't indicate it was. It's been a series of idiots. At, at the end of the song, at the end of the song that we were playing, Wild Child, <laughs> you know, you'll notice there was a, there was a dead space. Yeah. We, we try to keep things, you know, uh, nice and together, He's tight as they say. And uh, and so Casey made a little mistake at the beginning of that. No, I did not. I did not make a mistake. It was uh, there was a race. There was a race between me and you <laughs> to see who could do their job first. And I won. No, uh, because I left it in automatic, and I tried, and he saw that it was an automatic, but I was trying to put it in manual, and so he was doing... I put my hands up to let it go automatically, and Casey had clicked right at the... Anyway, I, it's okay. A series of events have oh, taken place. Oh my god! We had a burp at the beginning of the uh, uh, whatever. Guess what today is? What Friday? No sad. Bro. No, yes, sad bro. no sad. Bro. Exactly. Uh, in fact, so do we have sad. that? Can we play that to kind of maybe oh, set the tone yeah. a little bit? So yeah. No sad bro. No sad bro. Set the tone. It's like you know, burning sage or something. Absolutely, like that. getting rid of the bad. Just out the spirits. Yeah. yeah. All right. So anyhow, yes, tacos and tailpipes, and uh, it's going on Saturday. Jackie Bam Bam and Sarah are going to be there at the Menard Premium Detailing in Warminster, nine a.m. to three p.m. It's a morning afternoon thing. Excellent. And live music, fifteen hundred cars, prizes, clear rum, canned cocktails, all this stuff. So anyhow. Text the word TACO to 39333, and we'll send a word to you. And later on, I'll ask you to call back with that word and see if we can get that away. All right. Now, I stupid question. We are going to give away a $50 Metro dining, dining card, diner dining card. And the question I have for you this morning is, what was Nike's original name? 
Interesting. Two one five two six three WMMR. Before it was Nike, it was named something else. Let's see if you know the answer. Two one five two six three WMMR. Call right now. What are you laughing? The, at? the shoe company, not the Greek god, right? That's correct. Yeah, yes, yeah, the yeah. shoe company. Manny. Not the Greek God. Yeah. It was Manny. We don't like the sound I of that. I don't think that sounds godly enough. Yeah, Zeus. Hold the veto on that Manny, one. come here. Manny. You seem sad. All right, I'll mention some birthdays today being the ninth day of June. It is Johnny Depp's birthday, and not just a birthday, it's his 60th wow. birthday. And that is right, 60th birthday today. It's a big one. Uh, so a happy one. And he's uh, he's mainly residing in England nowadays. Yes. He loves it there. He does. Yeah. Uh, and um, he's, he's playing music. He's, yeah. listen, the career, he just signed uh, for, what is it, Sewage? What's the name of the, the uh, cologne? Oh, 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 right, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, the, like, a big contract there. So, the career seems to be gaining steam. Yeah, he's doing well, especially yeah. after all the, the Amber Heard stuff. Right. Between those two kind of came and it took forever, and it, and, and it kind of, you know. Legal it, costs must have been astronomical. Yeah, but they, uh, what ended up happening? I, I don't even nothing. remember. Nothing. A, a tale right? of yeah. sound and fury signifying nothing. All of that. Yeah. yeah. So, he's 60 today, so happy birthday, Johnny. Uh, Natalie Portman. Uh, Shares a birthday with him, and she is 42 years old Uba. today. Yep, Uba. Uba to you. She was, uh, you're just reporting on her because her husband has either cheated or has not cheated. Yep. Uh, but it's a big scandal. He's a soccer player, yes? Uh, that I don't know. Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess so. But um, Marissa is holding out her arms, and she is she pregnant? Is that what you're saying? Or ballerina? What are you doing? Uh, ballerina. What are you dancer? doing? Dancer. She was a dancer? He is a dancer. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought he was a singer. I no, thought she was a dancer. dancer. Jinx, oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> she <laughs> held her arms out in front. I'm like, is she pregnant? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, you know, did she have big jugs? Yeah. So, plie. I'm sorry. The only reason I know, we had her on the show one time. It was a phone call, and she was like, oh, yeah, I'm in Philadelphia. My husband is... Um, Leading the Philadelphia Ballet Company. Yeah, he's, oh, a, right. cor- he's a choreographer. He's way uh, off a choreographer and ballet dancer. So, all right. Thank you, Marissa. He's a pornographer. He is, or she is 42 today. It's also Michael J. Fox's birthday today. We saw him uh, take a bit of a face plant oh. here, right? At an in event here in Philly. Yeah. And, uh, but he landed on a couch, thank God. I know. I still feel so bad. I know. I know. I really feel bad for him. Uh, he is turning 62. I years really old want to watch today. that documentary. That still documentary. It's very good. I've heard it's very good. Which documentary? It's called Still. It's on Apple TV Plus. And it's about him and, and Parkinson's. Okay. And, um, I have not seen it yet. I really want to. It's and it's amazing how like his he still has that sense of humor. You know, yes. yeah. behind it's it all. Self-deprecating. Happy 62nd, Michael J. Fox. Uh, actress May Whitman. Uh, she was in The Duff and Scott Pilgrim. She I was like one her. of the evil exes in Scott Pilgrim. She's hilarious in that movie. Uh, she's 34 today. Matt Bellamy, lead singer of Muse, turns 44 years old today. Who here all has seen them live? I, I Marissa not. has, right? You went to the Drones show, didn't you? Yeah, at the Wells Fargo Center. It was unbelievable. I'll bet, man. Yeah, and just two guys on stage commanding that whole place. It's really? Right? Wait, no, 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 no. That's royal blood. I'm thinking of, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. But Black Black Stella. Stella. <laughs> Maybe Black <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but Muse and the Drones, incredible. Uh, I right. feel like I saw them at, I, gotta, I, gotta, I think I saw them at uh, Austin City Limits, but... And was they, I'm pretty sure it was more than two guys on the yes. stage. All right. Uh, he's 44 today. Actress Gloria Rubin, uh, who had a pretty good long run on ER, uh, but has been on Mr. Robot and movies like Lincoln. Uh, she is 59 years old today. 
Uh, and then we have Mr. Aaron Sorkin, who is sat right here in this very studio. Yes, it was a great interview, yeah. a lot of fun. Um, I think, was he promoting... Jobs? Molly's Game, I think. Molly's Game, okay. Yep. That's right. Uh, so not only those films, but A Few Good Men, West Wing, Social Network, Moneyball, Charlie Wilson's War, The American President, and so much more. He's a super talented writer. Credited with uh, sort of developing the walk and talk, which is yeah. a... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, the West Wing yeah. thing? Yes, exactly, yep, yeah. exactly. Uh, so he is 62 years old today. And then on a personal note, today is my dad Cullen's oh. birthday Cuthbert. Uh, Cuthbert, as uh, as um, Bill Weston calls him. So, Happy birthday. But Cullen turns 85. Oh, nice. Good for him. So I'm going to take him out to dinner. We're going to go to Fogo. Oh, he's going to be blown away. Fogo to show. And I'm, yeah. taking, I'm taking him and my sons. They've never been there what? before. And so I'm crazy yeah. excited for them to try this out. Yeah, can they... I send Jace with you? Because we literally just had this conversation. He's like, I don't understand. You can eat all the steaks <laughs> that you want. Like, and they keep bringing <laughs> yeah. it to you? Yeah. It seems He's... absurd, Heather. He yeah. was like, I, it never stops coming. I'm like, no, you just eat as much as you want. So oh, we're actually going to yeah. try there. Oh, soon. nice. Yeah, well. I may start fasting right now <laughs> yeah, yeah. just to get ready for it. You know, it. I went there one night before the uh, Ben to the Shore. And like, I was like, this is probably a bad idea. Yeah. Actually, it, it was wasn't. It was totally fine, but I was totally worried that I was going to be having to make a couple of pit stops. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't know this until just now, Preston. But your father and my fiance share a birthday. It's Andrew's birthday. Oh! We are not going to Fogo tonight, but we are going to Christopher's in Wayne for uh, Quizzo. All she wanted to do was go out for Quizzo tonight. So, and uh, Andrea has a love hate, mostly hate relationship with her birthday. Uh, so, if you know her or follow her on Instagram, be sure to wish her a happy birthday today because uh, she'll uh, hate it. She'll hate it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Happy birthday. That's awesome. Yeah, happy birthday to your dad. All right. Thank you. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. What was Nike's original name? Two one five two six three WMMR is Jason that we will go to. Hey, Jason. Good morning. Hey, guys, you're better than that. You're you better are, than that. You are. Thank you. Was that uh, Rambo? Or? No. No, that's... That was, you're better than that's that. That's Balboa. Yeah. That's, that's Rocky. You're better than that. All right, Jason, uh, what was the original name of Nike, please? Blue Ribbon Sports. Yes. Oh. They were called Blue Ribbon Sports. And since Jason got it right... We're going to give him a $50 Metro Diner dining card. Burger connoisseurs take a bite out of Metro Diner's new burger lineup. A trio of 100% Angus burgers featuring a bacon barbecue bacon burger and a black and blue burger and a pimento cheeseburger. And it's available now through July 4th. You can visit MetroDiner.com. Kathy Griffin uh, documented her pre-op experience prior to undergoing vocal cord surgery via her TikTok on Wednesday. Uh, she wrote, trigger warning, uh, medical graphic at the beginning of the video. And she uh, the uh, the post shows her doctors inserting a scope into her nose. Yeah, I've had that. Yep, me too. While a monitor reveals what her throat and vocal cords look like inside her body. And she said, yes, I know my my vocal cords look like a mini vagina. Deal with it. They, they, they tend to look like that. Yes. Uh, she announced in 2021 that she had been diagnosed with stage one lung cancer. Uh, during an appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live later that year, she revealed in August I ha- had half of my left lung removed. I'm not kidding. Uh, and it says here the Pulp Fiction actress. What, uh, uh, what scene yeah, she, in Pulp Fiction uh, So when they in? got in a car accident, when he, when he hits uh, Marcellus oh, yeah. Wallace... Uh, they end up in her car, like hitting her car. Yes, and I don't remember that. Yeah, she, uh, uh, so Marcellus Wallace is walking across the street. 
Yes. Bruce Willis is there. Right. Uh, Rams into him on yeah. purpose. Yeah. So, and does she get out and say, "Oh, are you okay?" or something like that? And he, then he gets up and walks away. Yeah. I didn't even realize he was had that bit role in that wow. movie. Yeah. Wow. And carrot tops in the cartoon, right? So yes. she also shared that her vocal cords were damaged due to intubation. And in the video she shared on Wednesday, she said, "Vocal cord surgery is part of my recovery post lung cancer mm-hmm. surgery. I'm cancer free." Uh, she captioned the video, so I appreciate you guys following along on my journey to get my voice back after lung cancer. Big shout out to uh, Dr. Barbu, who I guess is the man who is handling the surgery. So, good. Glad she's going to be okay. Brian Cranston is planning a hiatus from Hollywood in no. order to spend more time with his wife, Robin Dearden. His wife? In a new interview with British GQ, the Breaking Bad star said that he's going to move to France for at least six months in 2026. Ooh la la. Uh, He said, I want to change the paradigm once again. For the last 24 years, Robin has led her life holding on to my tail. And she's been this plus one. She's been the wife of a celebrity. Uh, She's had to pivot and adjust her life based on mine. She's had has tremendous benefit from it. But we're uneven. And I want to level that out. She deserves it. Aw. That's kind That's of sweet. Pretty sweet of him. And so France? He said, I want to French. I want to go for day trips and have the fire in the fireplace and drink wine with new friends and not read scripts. It's not gonna be like, oh, I'll read and see what I'm gonna do. No, it's a pause. It's a stop. I won't be thinking about work and I'm not going to be taking phone calls. So he is gonna shut it down for a year. Cut you like a week from now. Where the hell are you going? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see. That would be Where are my baguettes? great to have the ability to unplug like that. And all you have to be is really super successful, and then you can do that. Yeah, something we have not achieved yet. Uh, despite her ability to pose nude professionally, Kim Kardashian revealed on the latest episode of The Kardashians that she isn't comfortable with her body in the bedroom. Aww. She said, I, pre- Thank you. I pretty much have the lights off now. <laughs> uh, she said this to Scott Disick. Well, I saw like a, an hour-long film where the lights were completely yeah, on. Yeah. And she was doing sort of gymnastics in bed. Yeah, she was. But yeah. you know what? If you do recall, like she did leave her bra on the whole time. She, that's true. As did he. It pissed me off. Yeah, I wanted her bra to come off. I know. What's <laughs> your nips? Nick's quite the movie critic. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, uh, most most movies less bra. More well, boob. but Casey's quote it would be, "I want to see your nips." That's it. You just flash it up in big font. Yeah. Um, so she said, "I, I, um, wait." She said she'd feel insecure dating someone much younger than her, and the pair were conversing about Cher's recent romance with Alexander Edwards, who is forty years younger what? Uh, than her. Yeah. Yes. So, can wait, you believe that? Than Kim or than her? No, mom? no, no. Cher. Shares romance oh. with Alexander Edwards. I totally missed that part. So she said, it's weird, but then Put I... Put your pants back on! <laughs> she said, it's so weird, but then I can walk out of a photo shoot with 100 people working on set. I can it's walk so out weird. in a thong. And she said, but if it's like you're there with me, I'm like, wait, don't look at me. Turn the lights off. Uh, on the topic of uh, her dating life, she said that things have been kind of awkward since she and Pete Davidson broke up. When they see each other? She said, the media made me feel like I was in a very serious relationship so quickly. I just want to sneak around a little bit. She really has to put up with a lot. There's nothing wrong with wanting to sneak, she said. I mean, it seems so glamorous and exciting, and yet she puts up with so much stuff, Preston. How about that? I think we, you and I, have made the mistake of underappreciating her. Casey, where's our uh, the ricochet effect? They got, boom. Uh, Can you right uh, play that, here. please? That's Casey leaving the studio uh, now. Here we go. <laughs> Ariana Maddox opened up about... The lack of, <laughs> None of you do. The lack of intimacy. Why is he leaving 
now. He watches the show now. Between her and her ex-boyfriend, Tom Sandoval, in yes. an interview with Glamour, published on Thursday. Uh, this comes after Sandoval mocked her. Mock? Yeah. I don't have uh It's okay. Oh, wait. Here it is. Wait. I got it. Yeah. Uh, so... She was. Uh, she feels like she was uh, mocked. Yeah. Um. And for wearing a T-shirt during sex. No. On the v- Vanderpump Rules reunion Wednesday night. Uh, so for that, she said, "I feel like I'm someone who craves intimacy. Intimacy outside of just penetrative sex." Mm. Uh, and she said, and that was something that I was deprived of for so long. As women, we might bring something up. Uh, a bunch of times, and then we just stopped. That's where I was at. I was like, I cannot keep nagging this man to want to come home and spend Shut time with me. Uh, she said, the way that so, oh so many men act like they are entitled to your body and entitled to sex because you're in a relationship with them, I am not your fleshlight. I spelled out what I needed, but hello, it's a two-person situation, she says. Hello. Hello. I can't take it. Now I'm, now I'm, I'm feeling Casey's pain now. Maddox uh, also dropped a new T-shirt on Thursday. Did oh. they, uh, I'm really going to ask a question. So the people that you're talking about, did they break up? Is that why she's saying all of this? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. I just read the words. It's yeah. excruciating. Uh, by the way, she, she dropped a new uh, T-shirt on Thursday, t-shirts. and it reads... F me in this T-shirt. All right. Oh, okay. So that's her thing now. There you go, girlfriend. I, you can come back in. Did he leave? Yeah. Start like, talking, leave, leave? Start me driving right home. There? Start talking about food. <laughs> He'll come back. Uh, pierogies. You yeah. know, Casey doesn't like pierogies. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't uh, like that. Where is he? Honestly. Get him back! Get him back in the studio. Uh, Casey, get your ass back in here. It's time to work. <laughs> yeah, come on! He's resting. Jesus. That was a really crappy thing to say, Kathy. Why? <laughs> you have an opinion about food. I was trying to get you back in here. Okay. All right. Next story. Uh, according to NBC News, Jamie Foxx's rep has shut down the rumor that the Ray actor's medical complication was due to a COVID-19 vaccine reaction. Uh, the unsubstantiated claim went viral after gossip columnist A.J. Benza told Dr. Drew Penske... Uh, that Fox was left partially paralyzed and blind from receiving the vaccine. AJ Benza's still a thing? Yes, he's still a thing. Remember we had him on the show? I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he used I don't. to be he used to be the gossip guy. He was like uh E, right? Yeah. E absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Uh so yeah, apparently yeah, Jamie Foxx's rep has said that's a bunch of crap. Uh it's not true. Oh, uh okay. but we still don't know We've no idea. what his current status is. And that's is. really part of it. And I understand you are entitled to your privacy if you're going through something. But we have not heard word one from Jamie himself. We have not seen any pictures of him and uh Tyson, Mike Tyson pointed out correctly that the facility Jamie Foxx was at dealt with stroke uh, patients. Yeah, yeah, so maybe it's that. I don't know. But apparently this has nothing to do with the uh, COVID-19 vaccine or a reaction to it or anything along those lines. Uh, according to uh, The Sun magazine, the uh, latest celebrity couple is none other than milkshake singer uh, Kellis. Is that how you yes. say her name? Kalise. Is that- Kalise, is thank it? you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Groundhog Day actor Bill Murray and Groundhog Day actor Bill Murray. What? Yeah. How do you say that? Is it Murray or Murray? <laughs> uh, a friend reportedly told the outlet they met up in the States before which got people in the industry talking and now are meeting up in London while they are both here. And they what said the they've f- clearly hit it off. Bill Murray. 
and the milkshake song girl. Whether it is that, uh, whether it is that has brought him together. <laughs> what? It's horrible copy. Mm. What, whatever it is that oh. has brought them together, and however unlikely it seems, they are both single and having fun despite their fairly big age gap. So he is seventy-two, she is forty-three years old. Yeah. So all right, go figure. That's cool. If, hopefully, it's uh, they're digging on each other. We'll see. Lindsay Lowen spoke with Allure in a cover story published on Thursday. I read it all the time. About how she's preparing to welcome her first child to the world. She said, I can't wait to see what the feeling is and what it's like to just be a mom. How far along is she? Uh... I, over six months, I think, right? I thought yes. it was. Uh, I thought a, a couple of weeks ago they said they were saying she's six months along. Uh, she said it's overwhelming in a good way. Uh, the freaky Friday actress also shared uh, the advice that she received about raising a child while working in Hollywood from her on-screen mother, Jamie Lee Curtis. She said, "I spoke to Jamie Lee Curtis recently, and she was like, you just bring the baby with you, and everything will be fine.' So Jamie Lee Curtis is it. right. Yep. <laughs> uh, Al Roker asked Common. About the rumors that he and Jennifer Hudson are dating on Thursday's episode of the Today Show. Uh, the silo actor, who is from Chicago, did not deny or confirm the reports, but he did smile wide and speak uh. highly of the EGOT winner uh. and said, I'll say, speaking of Chicago, she's a Chicagoan, this amazing human being. I've always been inspired by her. And he said, She's one Chicago! of the most. <laughs> Chicago! <laughs> she's one of the most. Beautiful people that I've ever met on the planet. Incredible heart. And she's just dope, man. She is just dope, That's man. That's what he had to say. And uh, I just love her voice. I mean, when oh, she's, she's amazing. amazing. She opens up the movie Sing because uh, she her vo- she voices the character of a, what is it, a sheep or a goat or whatever. But she does the Golden Slumbers. Yes. She plays the, the older uh, mm-hmm. diva uh, singer and it blows you away yep. with that version. I agree. She's she's an incredible singer. What is that animal? Is it a, it's not a llama. I think it? it's a llama. Is it a llama? Yeah. Is it a llama or is it a moose? I don't know. Man. John C. Riley's a sheep. Okay. Uh, John C. Riley's a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is blowing my mind. I know. Yeah. Anyway, back to you, Preston. What was okay. Bono was a lion, right? In the uh, second one? In the second one, yeah. I didn't see the second one. I heard and it was. It's not that great. Really? I mean, compared to the first one, the first one was a revelation, but. The second one was Sang? No, no, not Sang. <laughs> so it was just Sing, too. Song. It was Song. <laughs> sang. All right. Uh, Wendy Williams' manager has uh, some hopeful news for fans of the former TV host. E.T. spoke with uh, Williams' manager, Will Selby, uh, who confirmed that she is currently in a wellness facility where she is receiving treatment. Uh, How's Wendy doing, Will? Wendy, he said, he answered E.T. and said, Wendy is at a facility doing her best to be her best. What, Uh, What does that mean? It sounds like nonsense. She's taking it day by day. That all sounds like just slogans. Uh, Selby says of Williams... Why don't you give me something substantive? ...has been in and... I'm trying to meet a deadline, (laughs) goddammit. You got like You're five... feeding me pablum. You got to get this done in five parsecs. Five parsecs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Selby says of Williams, who has been in and out of the health facilities over the past few years, uh, and he said, and that's another thing too. Did you ever meet Ricky Lake? What? Wendy Williams, Ricky, the whole group, man, stay with me. Uh, does anybody even ask like how's she doing? Does anyone even care? I feel like everyone just... It's put, a Chicago song. Puts out negative... It's Chicago, yes. Exactly. Uh, negative information. Chicago. Chicago! <laughs> Chicago! Does anyone really know what sport it is? Uh, I feel like Does everyone... Does anyone ka Uh What? 
my language. Oh, it's your, it's your native tongue. Uh, so she, she's had, she's been a lot of issues. Yeah. Uh, and so she was going to start a podcast. I don't know if that's come to fruition, but um, man, I feel bad for her. Yeah. Uh, so the sub reported that. Me too. The 58-year-old was hospitalized after checking into a medical facility in New York. The outlet had initially reported citing a source that Williams was admitted to the hospital and was released briefly, but went right back in just a day later. And I read something about her having an alcohol issue the other day. So Remember when we were inducted into the, yes, believe it or not, we were inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> but uh, uh, Wendy Williams had uh, a delayed uh, acceptance speech because yeah. of the, uh, the COVID stuff. They didn't have it. Yeah. And uh, it was good to see her win. But, man, she's been... On a precipitous decline yeah. since then. Yeah, she's been through the ringer, most definitely. Um, so we were talking about uh, Brad Inglesby yesterday. Yes. Uh, the local guy who um, created Mayor of Easttown. Along, yes, I'm uh, a fan. With other things. Uh, he's got something in the work, works with HBO. Now, I don't know if this is the same thing we were talking about yesterday because Mark Ruffalo's name is mentioned in this. And he's set to star in... Is it Hulk of Easttown? An executive produced the series. <laughs> my God, that would be uh, wonderful. With a Delco accent? Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, which the outlet describes is about a law enforcement task force and the criminals they're trying to apprehend. So, I guess that's another yeah. uh, another project of his. Yeah, because the one we were talking about yesterday is an Apple TV Plus ah, show, and yes. that's the one with uh, Julianne Moore and Sidney Sweeney and uh, Dom Gleason. Right, and they're wrapping up filming of that at the end of this month. The guy's okay. on fire, Preston. Yeah, good for him. Once he gets really famous, he'll completely disassociate from us. Yeah, but until then, he's a close yeah, personal yeah. friend. <laughs> Uh, Deadline reports that Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story, remains at the top of the Nielsen streaming chart. I have not seen it. I know. I've got to watch it. I started it and... uh, It's holding you back, Kathy. No, I I literally watched like 10 minutes, got uh, interrupted and never went back. I have to go back to it. Is it a... It's a bodice ripper, as they say. It's a lot of humping, right? Uh, Queen Charlotte? Yeah, I mean, Uh, the Bridgerton stuff, there's a lot of... I don't know if Queen Charlotte is, though. Okay. Uh, the show reached one point. Maybe it's a, D, a DYI show. Uh, one point nine billion minutes uh, viewed in its second week on Netflix. Wow! Wow! Well, uh, maybe it is insane. <laughs> uh, Bridgerton has also made its way back to the top ten streaming originals list following the debut of the prequel. Prequel, so it's doing. Uh, they're both is, doing really, really well. Is there another season of uh, Bridgerton coming out? There's two so far, right? Don't There's, know. Is it three? Oh, I forgot. Men. I think. Come on, Kathy, get with it. I don't know. I just know the last one where everybody, where when the guy left, everyone freaked out. But I liked it. I thought it was really good. Mm. All right. Uh, According to the Hollywood Reporter, Ryan Reynolds and Kenneth Branagh are set to lead the action adventure film called Mayday by Apple Original Films and Skydance. Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly wrote the script prior to the Writers Guild of America strike and are set to direct the project. I haven't seen what it's about at all, but no. it's called Mayday, so I don't all really right. know, but you got some big names in Ryan Reynolds and Kenneth Branagh. And then the last <laughs> thing, stop it. This is just a blip. Hey, You're not leaving. He's leaving? I told you, I'm staying true to my word, brother. He's out. He's gone. It's another Vanderpump Rules thing. Uh, Why did you just here. rope him in together? Because I wanted to see what he did. <laughs> Variety reports that in the wake of all the scandal drama, a new Vanderpump Rules spinoff has been ordered to series by Hulu. And, of course, you would expect there's probably going to be several of them if it's this successful. I can't. 
I feel like I need to start watching it. Uh, that's the exact opposite of what I feel. I, I don't know. I, I feel might, I need to hunt them all down and murder them. I, just, I might I, give it a try just so someone can, because Casey's leaving and he's the only one that watches it, <laughs> so somebody can uh, contribute and know what they're talking about. I think it's kind of interesting, though, that like it's sort of a thing now, because it's been on for 10 Forever. years. Forever. Yeah. 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 I think it was this scandal that guess, actually yeah. reignited it. But even when we had Taryn Hatcher on the other day, yeah. like you know, she's been watching it from the beginning, and, and I don't... She even left the series for a while and yeah. went back to it. It's just been around for so damn long. Huh. Uh, the 10 episode series just follows... Just Casey's such a big fan. <laughs> uh, the staff at Lisa Vanderpump's luxury French villa uh-huh. as they accommodate their wealthy guests. They can invite over Brian Cranston. <laughs> yes, because he'll be there. You're right. Why did you call me? <laughs> All right, you want to come over and watch Vanderpump? <laughs> All right, there are new Leave me alone. New movies opening this weekend. Do, do, do. Yeah. Dun, dun. This is the issue with it's walking out of the question. studio. Just, yeah. You don't need me ever. Uh, you can just hit that. <laughs> yeah. I'm voting for staying in the studio regardless. <laughs> Opening this uh, weekend, and so it starts today, Transformers Rise of the Beasts, sci-fi action adventure starring Anthony Ramos, Dominique Fishback, and Ron Perlman. Uh, returning to the action and spectacle that have captured moviegoers around the world, Transformers Rise of the Beasts will take audiences on a 90s globe-trotting adventure with the Autobots and introduce a whole new faction of Transformer, the Maximals. Uh, to the existing battle of Earth between, Are they like snackables? between Autobots mm. and Decepticons. Mm. Um, running time is two hours and seven minutes. It's rated PG-13. Wide theater release. Rotten Tomatoes score 55%. So Bumblebee took place in the 90s as well. Yeah. It was a period piece. I think, Steve, that there were a whole bunch. And listen, I, I don't know because I think there were seven or eight movies of there this in the franchise them, now. Yeah. But I think a whole bunch of the Transformers died at one point. So they're going back in time so to that the they snackables? can have. No, no, no. So they can have the Transformers who died ah. in these other movies because they're, quote unquote, still alive back in the 90s. I see what you're saying. That would make sense. Also opening this weekend is Flamin' Hot. Uh, it's a comedy slash drama starring Jesse Garcia, Annie Gonzalez, and Dennis Haysbert. Uh, the inspiring true story of Richard Montañez, who uh, as a Frito-Lay janitor uh, disrupted the food industry by channeling his Mexican-American heritage to turn Flamin' Hot Cheetos from a snack into an iconic global pop culture phenomenon. It's a true story. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, it's two hours, nine minutes long, rated PG-13 in theaters and streaming today. Rotten Tomato score gives it a 67%. The one that Ava Lagoria directed. Yep. And then finally, 97 Minutes opens. It's a mystery thriller starring Jonathan Reese Myers, Alec Baldwin, and Mayan Burring. Is this a sequel to 96 Minutes? <laughs> uh, it must be. A hijacked 767 will crash in just 97 minutes when his fuel runs out. NSA Director Hawkins prepares to have the plane shot down, leaving the fate of the innocent passengers in the hands of an undercover Interpol agent. Mm. Uh, it's an hour and 33 minutes long, PG-13, and a limited theater release. Rotten Tomatoes score, no score yet, which uh, means yeah. it probably sucks. So. They didn't make 97 <laughs> minutes, 97 minutes long? Uh, add four minutes. Yeah, you're right. It's an hour and 33 minutes long. I mean, you get, you get uh, Baldwin just diatribing for a little while, and you get... You're better than that! 
I agree. All right, looks like uh, mystery clips, gang. Ooh. Oh, all right. So you know how we play this? Yep. Raise your hand if you think you know what it is. I don't have any information on what we're going to play here, so let's. Uh, let's... Well, you can't do anything yet because they're not over yet. Oh, the clips what? aren't over yet. Uh, what in the no. hell is going on? But if you want to hear the milkshake song, that's already. <laughs> you know yeah, what? I can actually we, can, do. Can we do this? Uh, let's play a clip from a movie that's coming out in uh, two weeks because they sent over. Um, Long Island Iced Teas a couple of days ago for National Long Island Iced Tea Day. Right. right. And uh, so there's a movie coming out called No Hard Feelings. And by the way, the only person I know in this universe that drinks Long Island Iced Teas is Kyle. It's Kyle, did you get Kyle, did you take the picture of Long... You didn't take it with you? That's disappointing. Yeah. There was a huge picture of Long Island Iced Teas. And oh, I, s- I was wondering what that was There were was mock, there. a mock version, yeah. 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 Was, and then there was the alcohol version. Yeah. And then yeah. Was, yeah. So in the movie, uh, No Hard Feelings, there is a scene with Long Island Iced Teas, and here it is. Right. What do you want, Maddie? Uh, a Long Island Iced Tea for me, and... Pepsi, please. We only have Coke. Oh. Do you want to go somewhere else? <laughs> uh, no. Percy, he'll have a Long Island Iced Tea, too. Okay. Am I allowed to be here? Oh, yeah, I know the owner. It's fine. It's just that I'm not 21. That doesn't matter here. Well, I think it's a, a federal law. <laughs> I just hope my parents don't find out that I'm here. Hey, Long Island I see for America's sweetheart and one for the boy. <laughs> this is the worst iced tea I've ever had. Oops. Um, <laughs> this is the Jennifer Lawrence movie. The yeah, Jennifer Lawrence this actually movie. looks she great in it. By she looks the way. terrific. It's a comedy, uh, and she's basically seduce, seducing a young guy. Yeah, and so she's paid by the parents yep. to kind of yep. pop his proverbial guy cherry. <laughs> oh, yep. that's how they end up together. Yep. Correct. Yep. Okay. And she's down on her luck looking for money, and so she goes for it. Okay. Well, there you go. I love her. All right. Now, uh, are you guys ready for mystery clips? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I don't think you guys are going to get either of these. Oh, well, I don't know these. Have numbers. some faith in us. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Clip number one. Are you ready? Yes. Lily is kind of starting from rock bottom in this uh, in this season, I guess. You know, and navigating her life again, trying to find out what love means to her, what love is. Um, also, like, I love it because all my girlfriends and myself relate to Lily. We're a little messy. We're trying to find love, our career, societal expectations, family expectations. So where do we find ourselves? All right. Nick had his hand up first. Lily Collins, Emily in Paris? Uh, no. 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 Steve? I was going to say Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. No, no. That is incorrect. No. Does anybody even know who Emerald Toby is? Not a clue. Okay. Nope. All right. Marissa? She stars in With Love, which is returning for its... Second season, uh-huh. Living, Laughing, and Loving. It's available on Prime Video. All right. Wow. Here's our next mystery clip. Raise your hand if you know who it is. Here we go. I just can't. I've said this a few times, but I just couldn't believe that a documentary hadn't been made on probably like the last horror great. And I, I really feel compelled to always say this. That's not to put down everyone else, but Robert is a face value horror icon who completely made a role his own and you... You literally put him next to his character. You can easily say him within the same breath as Freddy Krueger. Okay. Well, it's a documentary about Robert England, so we know that. That's I what he's talking no about. I have no idea who that is. And I don't know who this guy is. Who is this guy? His name is Christopher Griffiths. Marissa? Steve, you nailed it. There is a documentary called Hollywood Dreams and Nightmares, the Robert England story, available now on Screambox. Oh, okay. I have Screambox. All right. Yeah, and that's our final mystery clip. All right. Uh, it looks like we have our coolest teacher. Ooh. No kidding. Online, so we can talk to them. Uh, and it was uh, Woodbury High School. <laughs> 
in Woodbury, New Jersey, that we put the word out to vote for the coolest teacher of the year. And we found out it is the Chinese language teacher, yeah. Mr. John DeMarco. Yeah. He's joining us this morning. John, good morning. Good morning. Good to I've been hey. listening to you guys in seventh grade. So oh, stop fun. it. You've got to be kidding us. Seventh grade. Where do, Where are you from, uh, John? Uh, Voorhees, New Jersey. All right. I went to Eastern High School. Went to college at uh, Delco, Westchester, Pennsylvania, Westchester uh, University. No oh, kidding. Nice. Wow. And did you, uh, was was your, your studies, I mean, Chinese, was that a uh, um, uh, major for you? Uh, <clears throat> no, my major is actually criminal justice, and I took Chinese as a language requirement. And just ended up, after graduating from Westchester, moving out there, uh, setting up a life for 10 years before moving back here. So you are, would you say you're fluent in Chinese? Or what, is it Chinese or Mandarin? Uh, or w- w- what are you speaking specifically? Standard Chinese. And uh, I, I guess I'm pretty fluent. I was a medical translator in the city. I was uh-huh. a legal translator out there. So... I did okay. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Again, we got we just had three languages in in school. If Chinese had been an option, I might have jumped into that. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, Nick, I'm going to direct this to you. You have a friend who is a translator, right? For uh, your her, whose mother is a translator. Yes. And like, it's, it's a very lucrative profession, is it not? Well, she speaks multiple languages. She speaks uh, Mandarin, Cantonese, uh, Korean, Japanese, and English. Wow. Um, and so, how long have you been um, speaking it? And, and when did you start learning in the first place? Uh, I actually got started really late compared to the kids I'm teaching. Uh, I started in my sophomore year at Westchester. So uh, very, very late. But uh, moving out there and living there for 10 years is what got me to a higher level. Okay. And how difficult is that a language to learn if you were to rank it amongst the, you know, standard foreign languages that you can uh, take in high school? How hard is this uh, to learn? Uh Scale of 1 to 10, probably a 10. Yeah, no doubt. I I would think so. The right... Speaking is not too bad, but once you get into the writing and reading, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a difficult thing. Well, yeah, aren't, Mark- the, aren't the typewriters like the size of a car? <laughs> I mean, they're huge. Uh, the, the alphabet. Uh, it's a little different. They have a, they have a special way to be able to type the characters using just standard keyboards. Oh, all right, okay. Hey, was um when you were at Eastern High School as a soccer player, was was Mr. Griffin your soccer coach? Uh, no, I had a guy named uh, my math teacher, Pete DeFeo. Okay. All right. I wasn't sure because my friend of mine from college is the soccer coach at, at Eastern. Actually, it might be female, but either way. But you're the soccer coach at Woodbury as well, right? Uh, correct. Yes. And I've nice. it for four years now. And it says here that you oversee the award-winning eSports club. What awards uh, has the club won? Uh, we won our, a couple invitational tournaments, and we get, often get voted as one of the longest-running, best programs in, in the area. Very cool. Yeah. So what are the eSports you excel at? Uh, our, we have two two players from Rocket League who probably will go on be able to play in college. Uh, we have a really good Overwatch team, huh. Valorant, and Super Smash Bros. all through football. <laughs> it's been wow. so wild that they have these e-teams like that. It's amazing. That's great. You got yeah. a good summer planned, uh, John? Uh, I, I do the summer camp for the school over the, uh, to get kids into a free free breakfast, free lunch, and then we do a bunch of field trips with them throughout the summer. Nice. And come August, uh, taking the family probably up to Toronto. Oh, enjoy, man. Well, you can use that Chinese. Yeah, yeah. put that Chinese to good use. <laughs> um, well, listen, we're going to give you, on behalf of the students at uh, Woodbury, uh, the Woo, the by woo. the way, uh, you are going to get the Preston and Steve Coolest Teacher of the Year coffee mug, and we're also going to give you a $50 gift card for Five Below. All right, my man? That's awesome. Thank you so much. You got it. Congratulations, John. Yeah. DeMarco, our final of the year. Last one from uh, Woodbury High School. And a thank you to all teachers 
who do connect and make a difference and uh, try to help uh, kids in a really difficult time. Uh, you really do make a huge difference, and we have a tremendous amount of respect for you. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment as this Friday morning unfolds. Stay with us. Tomorrow from 9 to 1, Jackie Bam Bam and Sarah rock the Tacos and Tailpipes car meetup at Menard Premium Detailing in Warminster, benefiting a local cancer survivor and former firefighter who lost his home in a fire. Enjoy over 1,500 cars, four bands, prizes for the kids, and clear rum canned cocktails for the adults. Follow Menard Premium Detail or Tacos and Tailpipes on Instagram for details. Before we move forward, we have to congratulate. Congratulate Mr. Greg Murphy because he won this. Uh, he was up for an award of sorts. Uh, and Nick, uh, you want to share that info? Yeah, yeah. I, I won this last year, and uh, Greg was nominated this year. It's a Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Visionary of the Year, which is a really cool thing. Greg's team collected over $140,000. Wow. Unbelievable. He had the support of the Phillies, which is really cool. And so the gala was last night, and uh, I was lucky enough to go. And um, it was just, it was awesome. I'm so proud of Greg. And so uh, collectively, all of the teams uh, were able to raise more than $350,000. So, um, you know, big ups to Greg for doing such an awesome job. His health is good. You know, he's been struggling with with cancer for the better part of a year or so, two years maybe at this point. Um, But he's doing pretty well. He's able to travel with the team and go to games and stuff. So um, I'm just really proud of him and really happy for him. And uh, it's cool to see them collect that much money. Yeah, absolutely. Congrats, Greg. All right. Uh, speaking of awards, there are awards won in the culinary world. It's time for the connoisseur. You heard that ballad every day. That's right. Don't so, have to wear the hat today. No, I'm not wearing the hat. It actually, it's a little tight when I have it over the head. Give you a headache. Just give me a little bit of a headache, so yeah. I don't want that. All right. Philadelphians won three major categories at the James Beard Awards this past Monday as uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday was named Outstanding Restaurant. What? Yeah. I, I was, why was I just talking about that restaurant? Why was I just, I literally was just talking about that restaurant. What is it again? Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday Sunday. Sunday. Okay. It, it used to be a BYO, did it not? Uh, it doesn't matter. That's pretty cool. So, uh, <laughs> Outstanding Restaurant and Ellen Yin Outstanding Restaurant Tour, while uh, Chuda Tip, uh, Chuda Tip Nak Santaranan of Kalaya, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that restaurant correctly or not, uh, won for Best Chef Mid-Atlantic. Marissa, did I get any of that right? You were <laughs> so close. It's Kalea? Nook and it's Kalia. Kalia. Nothing for Sardalan Kanka? Uh, no, nothing this year. Nominated, oh, yeah. but they didn't win. Uh, this award show, as I'm watch- I was watching footage of it, is... It's like the Oscars. It's the Oscars for the restaurant industry. It most definitely. I mean, the full thing: tuxedos, gowns, the whole thing. Yep. Uh, It was. I think probably the only thing bigger is the Palme d'Or award. That's the the international. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So it was the the, AVNs president. Oh, the AVNs, of course. The city. It was the city's strongest showing in the prestigious award since 2017. Uh, when restaurateur Steven Starr and chefs Michael Solomonov and Greg Vernick won their categories. Uh, aside from Civic Pride, the awards drew attention from national food and travel publications. Did you say Ellen Yin won something? Yes. So she won Outstanding Restaurateur. Okay. So yeah. uh, I I had uh, an extensive, a uh, long interview with her I did um, a couple of years ago. And she's a really nice woman. I'm happy that she won that. Cool. She's the one that brought uh, Fork into existence yep. uh, in Old City. 
Uh, so three other chefs and restaurateurs from Philadelphia made it to Chicago for the ceremony. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, Amanda Shulman of Her Place Supper Club was a finalist for Emerging Chef. Uh, Jesse Ito of Royal Itzakaya and uh, Dianico, uh, Dianicio Jimenez of Cantina, Cantina La Martina uh, <laughs> were both in the running for the Best Chef Mid-Atlantic category. Uh, but they didn't win, but they were nominated, so that's still a huge, huge Accolades-wise, yeah. again, we've been saying it. We've proffered this notion before on the show. Philadelphia's got to be top, top tier Restaurant City, correct, Marissa? Yes, yeah, so uh, my podcast host, Eli, who uh, it, Ellen is also responsible for bringing him to Philly and for opening up High Street, um, said that Andrew, Andrew Zimmerman, the host, after like the second award, was like, wow, Philly's really killing it, or something like that. There we so, go. You know, on an actual your level, ass. Yeah. acknowledging cool. that. Uh, the award show, by the way, is going to be rerun on the Cooking Channel uh, June 6th at 6 p.m. if you want to check that out. Huh. And, Preston, uh, yeah. there was also one more ancillary connection. Um, there is a bartender who is doing like a um, pop-up at Hop Sing. His name is Toby Maloney, and he won the James Beard for Best Bartender. He's written a few books on bartending, correct? Yeah. And he's at Hop Sing for the next... So you go to Hop, this may be your chance to go to Hop Singh, Preston. If you I, wanted to go there. I just have to go there. Yeah. That's that's all I have to that's do. That's the hard part, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, is. The actual just, going there part yeah, is the hard part. Getting out of bed just seems to be the difficult part. Yes. Where is this place? Is it in my bed? <laughs> This has been like my Oscars. I'm I'm reserving all of my comments, but there's so much to say. Actually, our latest episode of Delicious City is all about the James Beard. It's Marissa's podcast, podcast yeah. which is actually very well done, Marissa. Yeah, it comes out on Monday. It mm. comes out on Monday. Excellent. All right, well, there you go. Order up. I am going to do something. You know what? Hey, we have we have movie clips to play. Okay, this is a, a good effort, and I think yeah. it's working, Preston, because we know this is the most universally loathed segment on the show, yeah. and yet I think things are turning around with this cool contest that you've made a part of it. Well, I have. I I, I may. I think that that it may be over. I, I think that the whole it's terrible thing is you think over. You think it's okay and now? I'm going, I'm going to. Uh, I'm, I'm going to share some proof of that in a moment. Oh, uh, but we're going to do a movie clip and see if you can. Uh, Identify this film, and by the way, Casey, what are we gonna? We have a variety of things. Yeah, we'll, I, as a matter, you just get a prize. Yeah, you get a prize, whatever it is. <laughs> All right, whatever so, I give you. Uh, so, shut up. Here we go. What is? Uh, what movie is this from? What? Nothing. You stick out like a sore thumb around here. <laughs> Me? What about you? I fit in better than you. At least I'm wearing cowboy boots. Oh yeah, you blend. And bet the Chinese food here is terrible. All right, 215-263-WMMR. What movie is that from? And we have a prize associated with it. So here you go, Steve. Proof that uh, that the loathing of the connoisseur segment is over. Excellent. Uh, I got a letter, uh, a handwritten letter uh, from Fort Dix Correctional Institution. Oh. Ah, federal a correctional institution. Primo Chichi. And, uh, well, it's mentioned in here. Uh, it says, Dear President Steve, in my current circumstance, nearing the end of a 20-year sentence, wow. I find audio food porn, such as the connoisseur, nothing short of life-sustaining. 
Wow. As a general rule, chow hall food at FCI Fort Dix is edible but grossly inadequate since they can't afford to feed us. The stuff we cook up ourselves is better, but there's only so much we can do. We once had microwaves, but the Bureau of Prisons couldn't afford the upkeep, so we had to improvise. There are several clothes irons available to us, (laughs) and only one of them is labeled not for cooking. Also, also, and I think this is addressed to you, Steve, we don't make wine in the toilet. No more? We use the urinals. Ah. And it's not that bad. He said, you can hardly taste the piss. (laughs) I think he's joking. (laughs) I think he's joking. They don't make they don't 20 make years. Th- I want to know what he did. Well, there's a, there's a comment okay. at the end here. He said, so consider this a vote for the connoisseur with or without contests. The man in the chef's hat consistently delivers for us the food deprived. It's true. And then he says, Froggy summed it up best in the Friday song. We all want to be the connoisseur. <laughs> Peace, you guys rock, and that's from Jolly Roger. And he says, P.S., you may be curious about the life of crime that landed me here. I am a lifelong deadhead. Uncle Sam strongly disapproves of transporting ridiculously large amounts of our sacrament across state lines. <laughs> wow. wow. but 20 years? 20 years, I guess man. ridiculously large, I guess. Yeah, that's, I think that's the, yeah. the okay. uh, key phrase in Jeez. there. So, so Steve... I think we can put to bed the fact that people I hate the love this. Listen, right. we're making people happy now. All right, let's do you see. feel redeemed? I do. Of course. I feel uh, I feel anew, if yeah. you will. Like a All phoenix. Right. We'll see if someone knows uh, what movie this food clip is from. What? Here. Nothing. You stick out like a sore thumb around here. <laughs> Nate, what about you? I fit in better than you. At least I'm wearing cowboy boots. Oh, yeah, you blend. I bet the Chinese food here is terrible. Terrible. All right, let's go to Patrick, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Patrick. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. All right, movie, please. My Cousin Vinny. That is Yep, hang on the line. Here's what we have for you, bud. We got a pair of tickets. Says MMR Rocks Queens of the Stone Age. That's going to be on Tuesday, August 8th at the Man Center. Tickets go on sale today at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. Excellent. All right, we'll do another one in a little bit. But in the meantime, I'd like to mention that today is National Corn on the Cob Day. Yeah. Corn Hub. Uh, and that's exactly what I thought of him. Uh, yeah. The, the, one of the greatest food trucks ever, Corn Hub. Uh, and really good corn. Uh, yes, that's yeah. why they're one of the greatest. Uh, they're, what they put together is amazing. So, according to this article, corn is a New World plant native to the American lands that was originally enjoyed by the Native Americans. And they called it what, Preston? Some called it maize. Yes. Since then, corn has been made has made uh, various appearances in dishes all over the world. True. And the byproducts of this plant have been used in quite literally millions of different products. For instance, in the United States, high fructose corn syrup is found in almost every candy and certainly in almost every carbonated beverage that can be found. Other corn products that are used en masse include oil, cereals, snacks, breads, and even fuel. And corn on the cob comes in more varieties than a person might think. There's the traditional yellow corn, but there are also white and mixed colors, even blue corn. There's all kinds of different corns that you can get, and they can all be eaten on the cob. Mm. In that case, almost every type of corn can be prepared into corn on the cob through various methods of preparation, and each brings its own combination of tastes and flavors. Uh, so here's some ideas for all right. Corn uh, tips. You can try by boiling it the old-fashioned way, right? Stick it in a stew. If you want to. 
the way that I always cook it at home is on the grill. I never boil it. It seems to be the go-to. I'm not a massive corn on the cob fan, but having it on the grill done properly, yeah, I'm okay with it. It gets I, stuck in my teeth. I can't eat it. I don't mind. It, it tastes so damn good, and I love this time of year because this is when we get the most fantastic corn. And listen, I have to speak up for Jersey corn because... Last or maybe two weeks ago, uh, I was in New Jersey, stopped off at a uh, at a food stand at, oh, yeah. a, um, at a farmers market, and picked up some corn on the cob. And it was like it was like, what about Bob? I'm at home shucked. just sitting there going, mm, oh my <laughs> god, oh it's so good. And this is the time of year to get it. This All is, right, this is when you get the yummiest, sweetest corn available. So it's probably mm. no <laughs> secret why it is National mm. Corn on the Cob Day because mm. it's um, mm. now mm. that you get the yummiest mm. corn you're going to find. So, mm. but this is me mm. eating it after just, eating Jersey mm. corn. Yeah, mm. Kathy, you know how I yeah, yeah. make noises when I eat you it. Like noises of, of approval. Yeah, so. Mm. Oh, this is so scrumptious. <laughs> is this hand shucked? Um, so there are a ton of different ways that you can prepare it, uh, and uh, seasoning it is the most fun because you What's can your do go-to? all kinds of stuff. Uh, there's a um, a seasoning salt called Papa Joe's Salt. Yes, and they're local, and uh, we use it. I use it on corn on the cobble, and they make a different. They make different varieties of it. There's Asian, and there's a jerk chick or uh, the a Jamaican jerk, and but anyway, um, I like to put. I like to take some uh, rosemary. Uh, and chop that up and sprinkle it on there with some butter and, and Papa Joe's salt and uh, maybe some uh, garlic as well. Do you ever use elote? I do not use elote. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, Mexican street corn is fan-freaking-tastic. Yes. Uh, and Preston, I'm actually a little surprised. I, li- I get the, the grilling, uh, and I agree with you, but I, I'm surprised you shun the boiling of it because, uh, to me, that's uh, just as delicious. Um, I Well, I, I disagree because on the uh, on the grill, you get some caramelized uh, spots true. on the corn. It's kind of, you know, charred just a little bit, and I, I think it, it adds a little bit to it. The way that my mom made it was boiling it. She would put a little bit of milk in the water for some reason. I don't remember why. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's some. It has something to do with like softening the kernels or something. Did she put raisins in it too? No raisins, okay. uh, but a little bit of milk, and then uh, one um, stalk from the from the outside of the cob would also oh, be, yeah, from, the husk. Husk. from the husk. Yeah, she's mm. almost like an alchemist. Yeah. So we'll grill it with completely with the husk on and everything. I just okay. wrap it in foil and I, I grill it for 20 minutes. And uh, and what's great about that is if you're preparing other things for dinner. You keep it in that foil, it'll stay hot. Yes. And I mean hot yeah, yeah. for like an hour. And so you can get all your other things done. And that's so that's always the first thing I do and just let it set aside. And then, because I like to have everything uh, come out together at the same time. I got you. Yeah. Have you ever cooked it by setting the produce stand on fire? No. Yeah. That is really, it's really good. I'm open to it. Another way to do it is wrap it in foil and then microwave it. Shut up. <laughs> All right, so uh, here are a couple other ways to do it. Uh, Cajun corn on the cob. Uh, you can use mixed garlic powder, onion powder, red pepper, paprika, and oregano, and then sprinkle it. Uh, corn on the cob citrus season salt. That's really good, too. I use Julie Jerkoff. Uh, you can add sea salt, hot smoked paprika, black pepper, smoked salt, and then finely grated orange zest. Uh-huh. And then uh, you rub it on while cooking on the grill, if preferred. Uh, there's also Italian. You can uh, sprinkle um, buttered uh, corn on the cob with Parmesan cheese. That's always really good, too. Uh, powdered garlic and Italian seasoning. So it's like basil, oregano, rosemary, thyme, marjoram, stuff like and that. By the way, you don't have to do any of that. Corn on the cob is so good. You can eat it 
on its own. Yeah, like, sometimes you don't have, I will you, not even mm-hmm. put salt or butter on it. Yep. Especially the Jersey corn. It's sweet and it's really, really good. Um, hang on a second. I will go to Kara. Hey, Kara, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what's up, Kara? Uh, just on my way to work, listening to you guys as usual. Awesome. Thanks for calling. We'll see you later. <laughs> now, why are you calling, Kara? Uh, so, corn on the cob, and this may be weird, but if you use mayonnaise in Old Bay, it is Wonderful. Interesting. I just eat that as a dessert. Just the mayonnaise. Yeah, mayonnaise Obey. Obey. It's great. Mm. It's, it um, almost looks right. like pudding. Thank you, Kara. Appreciate it. By the way, uh, I, I tried something the other day, and this is a good time to bring it up. I was making gr- grilled cheese. And remember, people had called in and said you should put mayonnaise oh, yeah. on the outside yeah. and grilled cheese that way? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Oh, God. You make it no. so much better. I was nervous. Don't even waste your time. All right, good. There hey. are people right now screaming at the radio, but uh, I did yeah. not care. You didn't for like it? it at all. I'm glad. No, no, not for me anyway. No. All Have right. you seen the new toaster that they're hawking? And I don't know if it's been around for a while, Preston. But you can take the toaster. It has sort of a clamping closed compartment. You put over the bread. You can put the cheese in. You, basically, you toast a grilled cheese sandwich. Oh man. It's like, like a in toaster a nanosecond. Oven? No. I want to try you this. You put it in vertically the way you'd put toast into a toaster. That's to, bizarre. You have to, like, oil them, uh, the that bread ahead of time? But you put the, the, you put the bread that, preparing for a grilled cheese sandwich, yeah. pop it in the toaster, it pops up, and you've got a grilled cheese sandwich. i got to check that out. It's effing nuts. Interesting. All right, National Corn on the Cob Day, all right? Order up. Where is the thing? Oh, Where? Sorry, I got you. I got all right, you. we're going to do another uh, movie clip. And see if you can identify this. Steve, I had you in mind when I isolated this clip. We need to know what movie this is from. Uh, identify and get a prize. Here we go. You and I got to have a little <laughs> sit down. Oh! <laughs> did you dump already? I did. <laughs> Holy moly. That was the most blatant F-bomb. Yes, she said. Amazing! I, uh, wow. I, th- I thought Marissa would pick up on that little subtle f bomb and edit it out of there. Hey, it's been a while since that happened. You guys want to talk about James Beard again? Nope. Wow. Oh. Sorry. Nope. Play the other ones. Wow. I'll have that one corrected in momentarily. Well, I'll, I'll, I want to oh, use boy. that one, yeah. so so we'll have you edit it, and then I I will play it in, in, in a moment. People are probably already calling. Dude. Who know, oh. but uh, wow. 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 That was great. That was <laughs> also because the audio is so is so well recorded for yes. this particular movie. Uh and that cut through. It cut through really so, Well uh, and we but, you know, like we don't expect that. Like yeah. the, the bleep yeah. is there and yeah. okay, what is, <laughs> <laughs> when do you hear it? Not a lot of gray area on that one. Uh-uh. Shoot across the face. Uh-uh. No music behind it, no sound <laughs> clear. Real quick, did um did our YouTube feed got that right? Oh, they probably right. did, right? Yay. Okay. Right, yeah. Enjoy that. Yeah. All right. No, we, uh, Marissa has re-edited it, Casey, okay. so do you need to re- <laughs> All right, here we go. Wait, 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 wait. Come on, you... <laughs> you almost said it. All right, here we go. Let's try this again. Here we go. You and I got to have a little sit down here. Yeah, let's sit down. What did you marinate the steak in? Because it's out of this world. You're killing me with it. No, no, no. It's a family secret. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> uh, 
That is one of the best goddamn steaks I ever had in my life. Ever. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know what movie that's from. I, I love our YouTube community because they just, they, they've had so much fun with it. And Casey, yes, they caught it blatantly and, and very much enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, as summer vacation nears and many Californians are planning to hit the road, Cheez-Its uh, is inviting road travelers to visit its unique rest stop experience in Joshua Tree. This is so cool. Oh, really? It's at a famous gas station and souvenir shop along uh, 29 Palms Highway. The company has transformed the location into the biggest, cheesiest roadside attraction to ever grace America's beloved highways and byways. That's what they called it. And for one week only, from Monday to Sunday... Those who visit the location can fuel up with the world's first and only Cheez-It pump designed to pump Cheez-It bags into a vehicle. <laughs> oh my God. And I saw the picture of it. It looks so cool. Uh, guests also can buy Cheez-It-related memorabilia and hard-to-find Cheez-It flavors at the Connected Shop. Uh, the Cheez-It-inspired rest stop will be open daily from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. through June 11th. And this is this is near Joshua Tree? Yep. All right. Uh, and so it's in Joshua Tree. It's, okay, all right. Is there any song on that album that references Cheez-Its? Uh, no, I don't think oh. it has anything to do with you two. Great but, uh, snack, Cheez-Its. Yeah. <laughs> Just a wonderful cheese taste in your mouth. In your face. Peeling off those cheeses. Peeling off those cheeses. 1,000, 2,000 cheeses. Uh, so according uh, to the senior brand director for Cheez-Its, he said, we know many Cheez-It fans love to travel, and they never hit the road without their beloved Cheez-It, and we created this brand first dessert uh, no, this brand-first desert outpost uh, to capture the excitement of summer road trips and encourage fans who want it, need it, cheese it to fuel up through their adventure. If you take a long road trip, what snack, what will you put in the car that you absolutely have to have in the snack? I assume it's corn on the cob. Uh, yes, of course it is. No, uh, it, for a long trip, uh, I mean, I, I kind of go with Casey and uh, peanut M&Ms have to be there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, especially yeah. if it's on a plane. Uh, but on a road trip, like if you're driving across the country, yes. yeah, you need something crunchy to snack and on. And by the way, Cheez-Its, I think every variety of Cheez-It is great. Uh, and I don't know if you guys, some some people are a little lukewarm on the uh, extra toasty yeah, ones. No, I, I love them. Burnt. No, yeah. I don't uh, want to burn cheese it. More for oh, me. I like the, yeah, I like the, the, the more do? toasty yeah. ones. Yes. When I'm driving, I like a fondue. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird, but I do like it. Listen, fondue is some of the greatest. <laughs> it is. Something that you can order at a restaurant. I if it, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's fondue, I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Are there any melting pots left? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The one in King of Prussia is still yep. there, right? Oh, all yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. They don't have a drive through though. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> you just stick your uh, little fork through the window. Mm-hmm. There's a little, some cars come with a, a holder yeah. for your uh, your fondue pot. Yes. Uh, take this to go. you get skewers that are, you know, <laughs> reusable. Um, all right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to the uh, the mystery food clip. What movie is this from? You and I got to have a little sit down here. <laughs> what? Did you marinate the steak in because it's out of this world? You're killing me with it. No, no, no. It's a family secret. Hmm? Come on. Ah, <laughs> uh, That is one of the best goddamn steaks I ever had in my life. <laughs> ever. All right, let me go to Anthony. Yo, Anthony, what's up, bud? What's up? All right, what food clip, what movie is that from? That is from Black Mass. Black yeah. Mass, yes, correct. Johnny Depp. 
His voice is unbelievable. It's just, mm-hmm. it's so menacing. Oh, uh, you're Anthony, saying. I'm, I'm still, I think it's his best role I've ever seen him in. Oh, I, boy. Anthony, <laughs> we are going to give you this. A case of victory, summer love. Taste victory with your favorite summer crusher, victory brewing summer love, lemony hops, crisp and refreshing and ready for your cooler. All right, next story from the connoisseur. This actually comes from Nick. It is a uh, a Twitter conversation that took place, and it's from uh, Jeff McDevitt. Yes. Do we know who Jeff is? Just a random yeah, guy? He's or? A, no, he's a writer for Philly, and okay. uh, maybe used to work for the Inquirer, but uh, he's a great um, uh, follow because he knows all things Philadelphia. He wrote, help me settle a debate. What is the correct number of slices of deli meat slash cheese that go on a sandwich? You need an exact ratio. This is a lunchtime sandwich, and yes, that matters. I think it depends so, on the meat. So I, I would agree. Uh, roast beef is usually cut a little thicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it depends. Sometimes ham. But yeah, but but I, I then say turkey. You usually don't get th- thick slices of turkey. Right, or, or, or ham. Uh, yeah, I usually, if I'm going to make a sandwich and I have like a standard thin slice ham, I'll probably go with three slices of ham and two slices of cheese. Almost always two slices of cheese, minimum, personally. Wow. That's Max- a little much cheese. Really? That's a little much. That's a little much cheese. Really? Yeah. He, he's a little much cheese. I go, uh, four, one. Four wow. meat wow. to one cheese. So I'm I'm my ratio of cheese to meat is a little closer to yours, Preston. I like the cheese impression. I like to Art, experience it. Steve yeah. is part of it. The is part of the appeal for you. The uh, the flavor of the cheese is then balanced by the flavor of the meat. I think it's because my body no longer produces semen. Oh, <laughs> I don't see why that's huh. a connection at all. I just wanted to say okay. that. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. It's the balance. I got uh, you. It's the balance. Both with ham and cheese, uh, which used to be my go-to, but it's turkey and Swiss now. Okay. Which all right. would be if I'm going to have a deli-type sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I will, uh, yeah. So I'd say we're probably 60-40. Okay. 60-40 meat to cheese? I just don't like the cheese overpowering the meat. You know? uh, are you saying flavor-wise uh-huh. or texture-wise? Both. Then you can I get a mild wise. cheese, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it depends no. on the cheese. So if you're having like a Lorraine Swiss, which sure. is very, very mild, uh-huh. throw a little bit more on there. I like when I'm, when I'm biting Good through boy. the bread. Yeah. Good boy. That uh, when my teeth reach the meat, that the <laughs> consistency of the meat overpowers oh the consistency God. of ah, the cheese. Not I. I like a lot of cheese. I got you. Yeah. All right. I'm not, I'm not, you, like to, you like to get lost in the cheese. There's no judging here. You know what's weird uh, is on a sandwich, I prefer cheese on the bottom, but like on a burger, cheese is on top. You prefer sandwich on the uh, cheese on the bottom of a sandwich? Yeah, oh, case, I do not. Case, I'm like on a hoagie. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Why hoagie or just I don't know? It's just the way I always made it. You put the cheese and then the meat, and then and then the oh. cheese always stays on the bottom. Yeah, but you were yeah. taught to wipe your butt from front to back too. So, <laughs> do you still True. do that? Uh, no, he stay. He came around. You, no, you no, 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 no. I sit wipe now, but I still okay. sit wipe. Uh... You must be out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> no, I don't do front to back. No. Oh, you I'm sorry. Back to front. Back yeah. to front. You do yeah. sideways. So yeah. you didn't change. No, I just, I, I sit wipe now, and that has changed everything. You used to stand wipe. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, uh, I've changed everything. But can we talk about sandwiches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get back to food. Yeah. Dear God. I, when you're, I didn't do that, Kathy. Yeah. That was not me. Yeah, yeah. That was me. Okay, yeah. so if you're making a hoagie, and you got the, the hoagie roll uh, splayed open, yeah. uh, which goes on the roll first, the cheese or the meat? Cheese. You that's how, okay. so on, that's on how a, everybody makes it a hoagie. On a hoagie, I would probably do that because um, when you eventually... And, and I also like to put condiments on the bottom. What? Too. 
Yeah, because yeah. Um, they'll get all over your uh, all over well, your face. Merci, Merci your face. Merci. Uh, if it's on the top. Primo, if you order a sandwich, a hoagie from Primo, they're going to put the cheese on first and they'll put the meat on top. Now, however, yeah. if I'm making my own uh, turkey and, and Swiss, turkey, then Swiss. And then the yeah. condiments? Yes, the but mayonnaise. Not, but are you making it on a hoagie roll or just two slices of bread at home? Uh, usually a bagel. So uh, okay, yeah. so yeah, right. so so two slices, right? As opposed to when you have the hoagie roll, which is one, and it's kind of a V shape that you're going down into. I I, I agree with putting the. Uh, I will the also on, the bottom. on a bagel. I will scoop the bagel to reduce. Oh, so it can kind of sit inside. Uh, you bet your ass. I don't like the condiments on the cheese. They have wow. to be either on the bread yeah, some or... people are specific about that. Yeah, or like the turkey or whatever you're making. Uh. You know what I like about bagel sandwiches, Steve? <laughs> and, and here's when I go uh, two slices of cheese because you can then put the cheese on uh, where the hole is, yeah. pr- thereby protecting There's any cheese hole. Fall- yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and There's a protective so cheese hole. You're not going to have any like condiments squirt through? Yeah. Because you got a cheese uh, layer pr- to pr- protect the hole and nothing's going to fall out. It's always about protecting your hole. So on bagel sandwiches, two slices of cheese... Most other sandwiches, uh, four slices of meat. You ever have a, and that is to in, to protect the integrity of the cheese hole. Correct, yes. To, to, yeah. uh, to block it. Okay. Right. You don't, want, you don't want something in there you don't approve of. Yeah. yeah, and you certainly don't want it squirting out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like the mayonnaise. Right. Yep. Do you ever have a squaggle? What's a squaggle? Uh, a square a, bagel? Yeah. Yeah, didn't Manhattan bagels make those? Oh, I think coffee. Like a, uh, coffee. Yeah. Yeah, squaggle yeah. sandwiches. Damn good. I think everybody's got their technique. Absolutely. So uh, don't knock it. Discuss at work today. And right. get into a fight if you can. If you can today, get into a fist fight over bagel sandwiches at work. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going to do another uh, movie clip and see if you can get this correct. What movie is this food clip from? Tell me this. All right, Miss Vivian, one more time. Dinner napkin. Dinner napkin. Lay gently in the lap. Good. Elbows off the table. Don't slouch. Shrimp fork, salad fork, dinner fork. I definitely have the salad fork. The rest of the silverware is a little confusing. All right, mm. 215-263-WMMR. What movie is that from? You want to talk to a corn farmer real quick? <laughs> All right, so uh, this is Michael, who's a corn farmer from New Jersey. Ah. And Hi, he was, Mike. He was told to call in. <laughs> Hi, Michael. Good morning. Good morning to see you. Oh. Good morning to see you. Mercy, your face. <laughs> Good morning to see you. Uh, all right. <laughs> Michael, where are you a corn farmer in New Jersey? In Cranberry. You're farming corn in Cranberry. You bastard. <laughs> you magnificent bastard. I think it's like it's pretty, a kid's book. I think it's pretty wild that uh, there's only one ear of corn per stalk. Is yeah. that correct, Michael? Uh, there's one good ear. Sometimes you get a second one, but you call that a fucker. I'm sorry. This yeah. is my bad ear. I'm sorry. Never on the left because my right's my good ear. It's like a boxer. One is like a cauliflower ear. What song is that? Is that the scenario? Never on the left because my right's my good ear. Yeah, I, I could so. give a damn about an ill subliminal. <laughs> All right, Michael, what can you tell us? Today's National Corn on the Cob Day. What can you share with us about the mysteries of corn? Uh, I think the best way to eat it is still plain boiled. Plain boiled. Corn. All right. If you have good corn. If you have good corn is the key. Okay. If you uh, have crappy corn with a bad e- uh, e- uh, stalk or ear of corn, how do you prepare that? Well, I wouldn't eat that. Okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but please. Michael, Michael, you texted in because you said you had an observation about corn that we're eating now isn't necessarily from New Jersey. Is that right? Correct. Oh, no. So 
the corn you're getting now, like at the farm stands or at the supermarket, that's all going to be southern corn. Even so at farm stands, like if you if you visit a farm stand in New Jersey, that's not corn from New Jersey. Right now, most likely not. They haven't heard what? Yet. Wow. All right. Yeah. Think about the the cornfields that you've gone by yeah. as of yeah. late. But I was I was with you, Preston. Like a, you're driving to the yeah. beach and you see a corn stand. You figure they're yeah, calling yeah, yeah. it from their own farm. And you know yeah. what? That southern corn with the way they stalk, it knocks me off when I'm down there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank oh, you. He laughed. Michael laughed. Corn jokes. Yeah. Um, all right. So when will when will we have uh, native corn? Typically, Fourth of July is a good time to start. Um, if not, the week beforehand. It's weeks away. Yeah. yeah, it's weeks away. Son um, of a and bitch. the other thing is, too, a lot of the corn you see growing in the fields—that's not sweet corn. Is it's it styrofoam? Field corn? <laughs> yeah, that's field corn. Correct. Okay. And is that not good? That's for like uh, animal feed. Oh, okay. Uh, oh yeah. man! And that's the stuff that stays out and and turns. It looks like it's dead eventually, right? Yeah, it does. It it dies out in the field, and they and we harvest it uh, right. when it's dry. Okay, Michael, uh, we cut you off, but what is the not good ear on the corn stalk called? The sucker. The sucker. Uh, it's called the sucker. Yeah, sucker. Yeah. Right, hang on a second. All right, there we go. <laughs> All comes back to scenario. <laughs> All right. I love it. No, 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 no. Uh, I was just ringing the bell doing? because whatever. Uh, Michael, I, just, I know I hear a bell and I just hit buttons. Uh, so, Michael, uh, so around July fourth, that's when we're going to get the really, really good stuff. Yeah, that's when it's going to start, and you can you go all through July, all through August, and all through September, really. Okay, because when I do when I do buy corn uh, in the winter time, if I'm just if I have a hankering for it, yeah, and I know that it's not in season, uh, and and sometimes I'll have it at the store, it's never really good. Yeah, why are you doing that no. to us? I'm, it's going to be terrible. It's probably from California. So. Uh, California corn. That knocks me out when I'm down there. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they could all be California oh, corn. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, I, I used the wrong line. Um, all right, Michael, thank you for lifting the veil on uh, yeah. on corn Listen, for us. There's some facts we weren't ready to embrace. Yeah. I feel I feel a, a little betrayed. Yeah. No, right. that, that the corn you're buying, roads that you figure yeah. is associated yeah. With the farm right there. They have signs that say Jersey, Jersey corn. Mm-hmm. Bunch of they have signs that say Jersey corn. Now, I will say. Uh, How's it spelled? My wife will. Um, With a Z. She will, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, break the corn in half and then boil She's it that strong. way. Yeah. And I, <sighs> Boils quicker, maybe. Uh, yeah. Well, it's also like, it, you know, it gives you like little bite-sized ones. But I don't like prefer that because everybody always takes the thicker side. And then you only get like the little. Uh, it's like porn. Yeah. yeah. Where it you, tapers off. The tapered side. Yeah. You know, see, that was good. She probably, did she start that when the kids were little? Like, that's good for the kids because then they just get the little one and they don't yeah. waste a full. I remember when I was uh, growing up as a kid, like, my dad always had to start the corn for my brother. Uh, he, he always had to take that first bite for him because why? I, I don't know. I guess he couldn't. It's stuck in his teeth. <laughs> so I don't eat it. No, no. Interesting. <laughs> it does suck when you have braces and you try to eat corn on the cob. Oh, I can imagine. You got that. Yeah. <laughs> in the mouth. You got work to do about, I, about a month there is no mouth <laughs> scenario that would uh, keep me from eating corn that's two scenario There's references no, yeah no. And, and it's never on the left because it writes my good ear i want to see if we can get a winner for the uh the movie clip and uh, the the food clip from the movie what movie is this from all right miss vivian one more time dinner napkin dinner napkin lay gently in the lap good elbows off the table don't slouch shrimp fork salad fork Dinner fork. 
I definitely have the salad fork. The rest of the silverware is a little confusing. All right, we're going to go to Scott, see if he knows the movie. It's an easy one. Hey, Scott, good morning. Hey, you guys at work. Thank you. Oh, you're thank working. You. All right, Scott, <laughs> what movie is that from? Hey, uh, it's Pretty Woman. Yeah, Pretty yes. Woman. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so here's what we're going to give you, Scott. Scott! You want a pair of tickets to see Tracy Morgan. That is going to be on Friday, October 13th at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. Tickets go on sale for that show today at 10 a.m. You can visit theoceanac.com for tickets and information. And it's a 21 and older show. All right. Isn't she a raging prostitute in that movie? Uh, she is. Yeah. She is, definitely. All right, so I have more food stories and clips, but we just don't have we just time. Don't. Wait, can I add one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Something. I, I just want to add really quick. Um, so a good friend of mine, uh, Nick Liberato, he's Chef Nikki on Instagram. Uh, he is opening up a, Jew, a New York-style Jewish deli in Newtown. It's called the Borscht Belt. It is now open, uh, and it is at 2124 South Eagle Road. Uh, you guys probably would remember him. We had him here in studio. He was on Bar Rescue and also Netflix yeah. Restaurants on the Edge, which oh, was very nice guy. a great nice. show. If you haven't seen it, uh, I believe you can still view it on Netflix. But, yeah, so he opened up this deli uh, in Newtown. And it's now open, and you can go in. And I also want to send out the condolences to the Mrs. Marty's family. So uh, Mrs. Marty's Deli in Lawrence Park in, in Delaware County, they, they lost Mr. Marty uh-huh. uh, this week. I, my son told me. and it's horrible. It is, it is. But, uh, you know, I just want to thank the whole Marty's family for doing what they do because it is a great breakfast spot. And, by the way, the best, uh, like, um, I don't even know... I don't know if they call them hash. They're not hash browns, Preston, but your breakfast potatoes uh, are. I've never had any breakfast potatoes like theirs anywhere else. So. Home fries? Uh, home fries, I guess. No, you said home them. slice. Yeah. Home, home slice. slice. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's uh, that's all we have time for. We're going to wrap up the uh, the connoisseur. So thank you for stopping by. We do appreciate it. We need to take a break. We haven't even gotten to the bizarre file. It's no. Five minutes after eight it's already. Uh, we have David Keckner coming up in just a little bit. He's going to be in our studio because he will be performing at Helium Comedy Club. Uh, so hang out. We'll be back in a moment. Don't you hate it when some jerk on the radio says, hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay. Well, maybe, hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right, but Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. 
Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we get into the Bizarre File, I do want to do something before we play the Froggy song. I would like to announce that we have uh, revealed the artwork for the new I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive t-shirt. Yes. And it is a Ted Lasso theme. For those of you who watch the show, think of the Believe sign. And instead of Believe... It says bleed, and that is what we have available for everyone who donates. Everyone who donates get an I Believe for President Steve tote bag, which has the logo on it as well, and the newest President Steve t-shirt, Bleed. Uh, You can go to WMMR.com and take a look at it now and make an appointment while you're there. Donation times are between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. we got a nice big stretch for you to get signed up for this. Uh, Walk-ups are not permitted and eligibility guidelines are online so do that it is one week from today but we are very proud of this shirt i think it looks awesome so if you'd like to get one donate blood and we want to we want to get over a thousand units this year get we back to our original uh type of numbers that we had pre-covid all right before we do the b file it's friday Brought to you by or powered by PGW. Improve the comfort of your home and lower energy bills with a PGW Energy Sense rebate up to $1,400 in savings with new home heating equipment. You can learn more at PGWEnergySense.com. So this is a messed up story. Tourist filmed a fatal shark attack yes. on a Russian citizen at a recent at a resort in Egypt on Thursday in a video Posted on social media, showed the man being attacked and eaten as witnesses looked on from the beach in horror. It's uh, some can, of the most disturbing footage I've ever seen. You can hear someone in Russia saying it's eating his remains now. Uh, he was later named as Russian uh, in by Russian media as 23-year-old Vladimir Popov, uh, the Russian uh, gen- consul general in Egypt, Viktor uh, Voropayev. Uh, said the Russian died as a result of the shark attack and also warned citizens to be careful who were out at sea. Local authorities said beaches in the area had been closed as a result. Just messed He was too far from anything to get to him in time. Yeah. And that was the issue. They couldn't help him. So just horrible, horrible footage. So uh, let's see. What else do we have for you? Back in March, a family uncovered uncovered a startling surprise when they uncovered a dead cat had been placed inside their mailbox. This was in Cranford, New Jersey, by the way. Can you get those through Amazon? Maybe you can. Police have now tracked down the person that they say put it there. Officials said 28-year-old Stephen Elias is the man behind the disturbing act, which was captured on surveillance video. The video footage captured a person walking onto the Saladino family's property in the night on March 12th with an object in hand after nearly a... Three-month-long investigation. Authorities identified Elias as the person behind it. It's like that we see the roadkill and they say, free cat. Uh, yes. Uh, he was charged with uh, several offenses related to the disturbing crime, including a third degree causing fear 
of unlawful bodily violence, harassment, and criminal trespass replacing the deceased cat in the mailbox. It's creepy. Authorities say the cat appeared to have been hit by a car or killed by another animal. So it was kind of like roadkill. It was them. Just threw it in Roadkill gift. Who doesn't like that? It was issued. Roadkill of the month club. A summons. Hmm. A woman who accidentally glued her eyes shut. Oh, man. After mistaking nail glue for eye drops, documented the painful ordeal on TikTok in a video that's been viewed over 4 million times. This happens from time to time. Uh, Jennifer Eversole, in her post, said that her eye drops were directly next to super glue, and she inadvertently squeezed the glue into her left eye. And she said, now I'm sitting here crying because I have no idea why I just feel so stupid. And she said she experienced intense burning, really bad burning, she said, which felt hot prompting her to quickly shut her eye tight. I did something similar. I keep my acetylene torch right next to my toothbrush. Oh, no. And I burned my mouth severely. Poor thing. Yeah. Uh, she said, I don't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing because it didn't get on my eyeball that much. <laughs> and maybe it wouldn't have glued my eyes shut if I had, hadn't shut them, but I don't know what would have happened. Uh, doctors were able to get her eye open, but the recovery process involved days of numbing drops, blurry vision, and itchy discomfort. Uh, she explained that the mix-up occurred after she gave her daughter a manicure and left the glue bottle, which was identical in size and color to the eye drops on the Come same on. dresser. So she so said, she's kind of like a Renee Zellweger now? Uh, she has been uh, <laughs> healing well since the incident occurred. A debate over what to do with the insides of a hollow 60-foot-tall steel chicken structure erected in a town of 9,000 people four years ago rages in South Georgia. Mecca chicken. Yeah, the local government is voting on if they will fill the inside with apartments. Ladies and gentlemen, when the kaiju come, we will send Mecca chicken after it. <laughs> they were wondering if they should put uh, apartments, plants, or more metal after the tourist attraction has cost the city $291,000 in construction. Seems alone. like money well spent. Yeah, well, some people debate mm. over whether the structure looks more like a turkey or a chicken. The tension of the fate of this fowl remi- remains as people defend or denounce the work in progress. Mecca chicken sounds better than Mecca turkey. I love Mecca <laughs> yeah. chicken. It's, it's just something that pops. It works, yeah. All right, and then we're going to keep this kind of short. This is going to be the final Bizarre File story, and it's a follow-up story. A drunken Australian surfer that was jailed in Indonesia for getting naked and violently attacking people in a foreign land. Yes. And what should have been a peaceful vacation. Well, the 23-year-old was taken into custody uh, in April and will now be headed back for his homeland, uh, to his homeland, after agreeing to apologize to the conservative region for his outlandish behavior and provide compensation to the people that he hurt during his rampage. I mean, he was facing, you know, like being whipped. And oh stuff yes, like that. you remember they caned that kid? The, was that was that, or was that, that was Singapore? In Singapore? Yeah, yeah. But this is in Indonesia, but they, they have a, a better system. They have a pretty intense uh, punishment. We just kick you in the balls. Uh, the man was able to leave Indonesian jail this week, and it's uh, estimated the man had to pay a little over sixteen thousand dollars for his wild night wow. of debauchery and violence. But he's getting off. Pretty easy. Absolutely. He's not being beaten, but it is going to cost him 16 grand. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. A reminder that we have a, uh, a secret text word. We normally do this on Wednesday, but now we're doing it today. And it's a chance for you to win a $500 gift card to Menard's premium detailing. Text word TACO. Uh, because the name of the event is the Tacos and Tailpipes uh, Car Meetup. Uh, so text TACO to 39333, and we'll send a word back to you. Uh, before the show's up, we'll ask you to call in with that word, and we'll give away that $500 uh, detailing gift card. And, by the way, the event is tomorrow. 
Uh, Sarah and Jackie Bam Bam will be there. It's 9 to 3. It's in Warminster at uh, Menard Premium Detailing. And there's live music. There's 1,500 cars. There's cocktails. There's food. All kinds of great stuff. Clear rum. Steve, you are just talking yes. about that. They are part of it. And it's uh, to raise money for Michael Abbott, who lost his home in the fire, and he's a cancer survivor as well. So, uh, text words, uh, Taco. We'll see if you win in a little bit. We'll be back. David Keckner's going to be in our studio. Stay with us. It's officially foo season, people. And MMR is writing prescriptions this weekend to get your foo shot. It's blocks of Foo Fighters all weekend and free copies of the new album, but here we are on CD. MMR VIPs, head to the contest page at WMMR.com and enter for your chance to win a Foo Fighters vinyl catalog, including both black and white editions of the new album. It's new Foo for you. Ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters. From the station with the only cure for Foo season, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. We're happy to have these two gentlemen in our studio. They've been here before. They are back in Philadelphia performing at Helium Comedy Club, and I'll introduce them one at a time. Uh, one of his greatest roles was playing Champ Kind and Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Bergen. Lee's that that's what I think his obituary would read. <laughs> Please welcome David Keckner to the show this morning. Good morning. And along with David is Rob Mayer. Good morning, everybody. And performing with him. No, we were just having an obituary chat off air briefly for a moment. It was hilarious. It was. I mean, so funny. People are dead. It is is interesting to think about your own obituary. Yeah. You just hope they say nice things. But, but right, what's it take to get past three lines in an obituary, right? Just peruse the top and then move on? Yeah. Uh, and military service sometimes gets you a little bit more, and and so that's where we were talking off air. Like I actually like reading obituaries because I find them inspirational. Yeah, will, will they include for someone? I mean, in a standard newspaper obituary, will uh, like um, go into scandals, uh, like a serial killer? <laughs> yes. Does a serial killer the, get an elaborate? Right? Uh, elaborate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, best known right? for killing thirty five people. <laughs> <laughs> A right. loving husband. Good family man. Yeah. 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 And no, then there was the whole co-ed thing. Yeah. No, listen, I just, so uh, a friend of mine from high school passed away and they posted his obituary and it was, uh, we all read it and we were texting each other and we we're like, they, they printed that? I mean, it was like, this guy was a ball buster. He would like, really? it, it, it wasn't, you know, the etiquette for, for obituaries was thrown out the window with this one. And they kind of told it like it was in his obituary. And we were like, okay. I sure. appreciate that. It's honest. Yeah. Wow. It, it used to be the thing. It'd be, you know, but again, and we just, a lot of people just aren't reading physical papers anymore. And I know who, who goes online to check obituaries, right? Yeah, are, no, are they, are they, are they even online? Uh, Nick does. Yeah. 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 No, they are online. Oh, they are? You know why? Because the funeral home will post it with the information about the funeral and the viewing, and usually the obituary is in with that. There should be funeral QR codes. I think that's what it should be. And I bet you they do have those. But, like, you're only going online to look at, like, very specific obituaries. You're not going, like, it's not like back in the day with the newspapers where you just open it up and you read anybody's, even the people that you didn't know. David, as a celebrity, and a, 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 you know, Thank you for acknowledging that. (laughs) Somebody, somebody somewhere has... They have to have a file on you that is preparation right. for an obituary. Yeah, true. And that's yeah. is that give you 
solace, or does that make you nervous? I, I well, I can't control it, so I guess I won't think about it. Right? Yeah. Well, the, the, the Stoics say, "Don't suffer, uh, uh, don't suffer on, on, on things that may or may not happen. Right. Either it will or it won't. So why suffer?" It's sage, sage I, advice. I, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. Think about it. I, and I've you know I've had this conversation before about man, I would love to be at my own funeral just to see who would show up. Yeah. I think that would be a great premise for a movie where somebody who was on their deathbed anyway says, hey, uh, can we just say that I died so I can go to my funeral? <laughs> that, that's well, that, And then, hang on, I'm not done with my flight yeah. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to write this down. And, yeah. and then, as it turns out, they end up having a full recovery and they, and they end up they not dying. Yeah, and they get <laughs> to right. live. You basically well, describe Schindler's List. Yeah, yeah. Oh I thought I saw this was a good hypothetical. If you could pay money right now to guarantee mm-hmm. that in whatever happens in the afterlife, you are gonna, you'll see your funeral. You'll be able to watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How much would you pay? Oh mm, man, how much is my? How much for a ticket to my own funeral? Um. No, I don't want to be there. I, I, I believe I what you said, David. It, it, you don't. You have no sway over it. Thousand dollars the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. A thousand bucks. Yeah. I don't know if I want to. You know, it's life is what for the living. See? Exactly. You yeah. just see all your friends be sad. Yeah. You hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, I, I have long I contested. Always, Joy, I was going to say, I always say I want people hanging off of my coffin, like screaming Aww. and crying. It's so about time. Yeah. Really? Aww. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think uh, that's where the wake is really where you want to, I think. Right, yeah. That's, that's where, where the, you want to That's where the business The is presentation, done. right? Yeah. Well, Steve, you want food served out of yours. I do, uh, yes. <laughs> I want uh, onion dip in my mouth or something. That... There, was, there was a study, <laughs> there was a, a survey that was done, we were talking about it the other day, that eight out of ten men have had a rubber with them at a funeral. I don't know if you guys saw that or not. Oh, you yeah. like carry a condom in case? In yes. case. Now, what it didn't, it didn't say if, if that was the intention or not, or this just happened to be a guy who always had a rubber in his pocket ready to go at any point in time and you know was at a funeral and had it seeking but... a lonely widow so <laughs> <laughs> understand you're single man <laughs> so what's new oh that's right <laughs> it is it is kind of cynical but it is actually brilliant and that you you definitely know at that point, she's single. That, right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. They're, and they're vulnerable. Now. And that's what yeah. an attractive combination. <laughs> well, there was a there was a character that uh, in Wedding Crashers, of yes. course, yeah. Will Ferrell played him. You yeah. know, and, and uh, the meatloaf mom and everything. We yeah. That clip. Yeah. Uh, do you stay in touch with Will? Do you ever hear from him? Or? Yeah, a couple yeah. times a year, we'll we'll hit each other up. You know, just all the chat. Yeah, or? yeah. Okay. Just you know, I'll call him or he'll call me, something like that. Yeah. yeah. But you know, like you know, like most people's lives, if you're not. Do it like you. If you don't have kids in the same school. You usually yep. don't see each other. That type of thing, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. And the perception we always get, and it's it's you know being removed from it is oh, so they're hanging out all the time. Why well, just saw them in a movie last night, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, it's not that case. So yeah, you'll see them at, at, at a business function. I call it like Steve Carell that uh, that uh, that show he had. I'm sorry, I blanked on it. <laughs> he was a he got chained up. He was a, a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. But I went to it's the opening disturbing. of that thing, and yeah. so that you know I got to chat and hang out you know for the first time in a while right you know so it's it's, it's like that you see each other at business events yeah. so with, with that and speaking of uh steve carell and and the office and um you know champ and w- when you're get when you're called at as you're walking along on your daily uh, travails what name do you hear barked out at you the most? Uh, it's usually uh, Packer these days. Oh, uh, is it? It's overtaken champ. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aren't you amazed at, at that? Yes. 
amazing rebirth the office has had. It's crazy. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. And that's why we started doing this office trivia show. Yeah. So explain yeah, so what you do. Yeah. It's part of this weekend, right? Yes, at, yeah, yeah. Saturday, 4.30, right, Rob? Yeah, it's okay. uh, it's a celebration, really, of the show and of Todd Packer. And it's there's, obviously there's a trivia element, but it's also behind-the-scenes stories. It's interactive. There's some uh, a chance at the end for the top teams to reenact a scene on stage with Todd Packer. Oh, You're uh, in character the whole that's time. That's awesome. Uh, people dress up so it's it's to say it's it's a trivia show like times 10 are you a savant when it comes to uh office trivia i'm a savant compared to the average office fan but not the people that come to our show all right but they'll they'll, one time so you there's the uh what's the question where they ask is that is that actress attractive uh from the million dollar baby the actress oh hillary Hillary and we have a q a and that was a, a episode on the show is she attractive and somebody had asked you in the Q&A, is Hillary Swank attractive? And you didn't know that episode. Oh, you were right. like, why are they asking me this? <laughs> this is so random. Why do we talk about Hillary Swank? What's happening? You were on that, yeah. You. Yes, yes, yeah. Right. I, I mean, I've not, look, I like that. I've got five kids. I've not seen a lot of television <laughs> that I should have. I just right. don't have time. And I certainly haven't seen every episode of The Office, which people are just stunned by. Like, you're on it. How could you not? Because people will have watched the show 50 times, yeah. right? Oh, it's my just God. on in the background. Yeah. 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 So people will watch it. Like, I have just not seen it. So during the Q&A portion of the show, <laughs> I'll get asked like that a question. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> right. Well, and then would you be expected to watch the show that know, you work right? on anyway? Yeah. I mean, you know. I guess. Um, some some I, people do, maybe. Right? I, I will tell you, I've been on TV shows where my kids don't watch it. I'm like, <laughs> that's dead. Look, that's, your dad is on television. Why won't you watch it? I remember a couple years ago, Margot, who's now 21, but she was like in high school, and she said they were watching Get Smart. And she goes, oh, that's my dad. Like, <laughs> no They're watching the movie, yeah. and she was not even doesn't put it together like, oh, my dad's going to be in this at some point. She's watching, like, oh, my dad's in this. Right. It's, so to me, that's kind of just oddly funny. Is it know. cool to them, or is it is it absurd, I, or what is it? The... It's got to be absurd. Yeah. You know, it's something they've always dealt with, right? Right. So it's not like... It's just that's what their dad does. So, but they don't like they don't they haven't watched all the episodes of The Office, right? Right. Or you know, it's I guess, and at some point, depending on what their age is, they get a little jealous of someone who's making a big commotion about it, you know, because they feel like that's my dad. You don't own him. That that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Kathy's son will will mock her when yeah. if someone you know, mind you, we're radio, where it's much more limited than the the broad reach of what you guys. Have accomplished, but, but uh, people, yeah, people yeah. will recognize sure. us. And like, we were at Target one time, and someone's like, "Oh my God, from the President of the Steve Show, I love are you, Kathy." And when they walked away, he looked at me and went, oh, "Are you Kathy?" It's like your own worst critic is yeah. your child. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah. You know, like they, they really don't like, and yeah. they'll, they'll be flipping through the channels and see David Keckner show up on something. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's neat. Yeah, <laughs> look at him on the box there. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, but the, you know, there's a few shows that I, like, oh, Dad, that's legit funny. You know, <laughs> uh, because I'll be critics too. Like you know. But uh, what can you do? So is this a 4 o'clock show or 4.30? When is it's it? 4.30 Saturday. All right, so that's all this office? Uh, that's that one, yes. Okay. Oh, that's and then, But huge. otherwise, um, you guys, up. you do your own set. 7.30 yes. and 10, Friday and tonight and Saturday night, we have stand-up shows. So okay. you guys have done, you've done the, the office convention, right? There's, you've done some of the cons. Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we just did that con. one this year. We did the trivia show for that one. We did, yeah. It was really interesting. I mean, uh. there to see that culture come out, so we've had a number of the cast members that come on the, the show and that, you know, supported us with our... 
charity events, and they're they're all awesome. And yeah, Kate Flannery is from yeah, here. So yeah, we have a, a, good a, a dump no, button. Yeah, take oh, a look yeah. here, David. Yeah. I want you to see this. This right here, okay? This is our dump button for okay. curses. What does it say there? It says the Flannery switch. <laughs> really? <laughs> we named it after her. Like it's been there for Ever. ten years, yeah, something yeah. like that. Because she she curses so much. This yeah. is terrestrial radio. You're not <laughs> yes, allowed to do right. that. But she makes sure she drops f bombs, s bombs, all of it, <laughs> all the and time. we named that after she her. She really feels at home. <laughs> she does. Yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, uh, happy early birthday. It's her birthday tomorrow. I have oh, yeah, so happy birthday to Kate Flannery. At, she, at the, the reunion, there was a panel Q and A, and a literally an eight year old girl had asked a question, and the question took about a minute to ask. But <laughs> yeah. essentially, the question was, "Do you have any funny behind the scenes stories?" And Kate Flannery told a story about some cake baking contest that the girls had. And she said the cakes were so effing. She said the real word. Oh, my God. And Brian Baumgartner, Kevin, says, Meredith, she's a cake. She's eight years old. She's, 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 oh, my God. So it's just very on brand. Uh, that's, I love that. That's that's so her. We were mentioning before uh, we uh, we came on, um, you're in a, from a small town, David. Tip is it Tipton? Tipton, yes. It's Tipton, a Missouri, Missouri Preston. Yeah. You're familiar. Uh, yes, I two thousand people. I worked two thousand. Yeah, in Jefferson City, which is just a little ways down from Tipton, uh-huh. and I worked in some other small markets in in central Missouri. And so, yeah, I'm familiar with those tiny towns. Right, tiny yeah. towns. Actually, Tipton now has thirty five hundred people because they moved the city limits <laughs> to include the prison. No <laughs> joke. Oh, my. That's gerrymandering. <laughs> yeah. Fifteen hundred people don't even know where they are. Wow. That are citizens of Tipton. So no saying a, it, I assume, right? Is there a statue of you in the town square? I mean, you've got to be the biggest thing that ever came out of Tipton. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, no. How, how badly did you want to get out? Uh, pretty badly. Pretty badly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just knew it wasn't for me. Yeah. I just knew I, there was something else I wanted. I, it just wasn't being satisfied there, you know? Do you have any nostalgic... Because uh, to me, I love... I love like uh, the last picture show like, uh-huh. of a dying town. Uh-huh. I'm fascinated yeah. with that. You know the one the one street light and the red, it's just blinking that's, red. That's what we was have. That you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes. kind of where I was in uh, in February. By yeah. the way, I know you're a Chiefs fan. We drove uh, from here I, to. I won't apologize. Uh, no, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't. It was a great game. But uh, I drove from here to uh, Arizona. To, uh-huh. You know for, for the Super Bowl. Oh, you did. Yeah. Wow. And we stopped at all these Philadelphias along the way, and we were in Philadelphia, Missouri, which. I mean, it's there nothing. Was it's no, just a marker going on. Yeah. There. Yeah, it's yep. just a sign that says, you know, Philadelphia, <laughs> Missouri, and then that was it. And we, um, and then so we ended up kind of making our way through Kansas City. Huh. So we we're pretty close to Tipton. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how did your, you know, you don't have to give the, the whole David Keckner life story, but how did you go you from Barry? Oh, bit. Give us three years old. <laughs> but I mean, making it out of a place that small to where you've gotten to, what were the steps well, you took I, to, to, to the make thing. that happen? So, I swear to God, when I was 10 years old, I remember walking around the west side of my house thinking to myself, I've got to go. Mm-hmm. I've got to live in a city. Wow. I don't know where. I, I I just had to be in a city. Mm-hmm. I had some cousins from Kansas City, so I knew there was larger towns <laughs> right, than Tipton. And then, so I was, I kind of deep down want to be an actor, but, you know, you don't know anybody. I've never met an actor. And there, there'd be one high school play a year that you could do. So that was it. Yeah. I couldn't even be in a play till I was in, you know, a junior in high school. 
Uh, so it is a thing you don't actually tell people. And I wasn't going to say to my parents, hey, I'm going to be an actor, because they would have said, well, we're not paying for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was a poli-sci major. Okay. okay which real. I think was a way yeah. of, of probably seeking a stage. And I really actually did want to help people. Then I realized that's not what politicians <laughs> do. I'm like, so, so, so then I kind of stopped going to school. And then I was always fascinated by Saturday Night Live. Actually, when I was 13, I decided in my head, I'm going to be on that show. And were you allowed to watch it? At, uh... Well, that's the thing. You're uh-huh. right. My parents would not have let me watch that show, but they would go out dancing on Saturday nights. <laughs> and I would babysit my brothers and sisters wow. so I would watch the show. So it would have been... So where you were? Uh, Seventy-five, and it was so it would have been on uh, an hour 13. earlier, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah ten thirty there. There you in, go, uh, Missouri. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I so you could it. have it watched before they yep. got home. Yep. Because they certainly wouldn't. In fact, when I got the show, my mom was not thrilled. Really? Because <laughs> really, I don't like that show. Really. <laughs> oh, I, that's no. the kind of thing. You're, yeah, yeah. God bless her. I mean, but you know, she's she was being honest. Yeah, it's I'm not a, the tipped way. That's not the right. Oh. It's like that shows a little racy. Like, <laughs> really, uber religious? Because that's oh yeah. Yes. Okay, I'll tell you how religious. My mom's side of the family, eleven kids. Out of those eleven kids, two priests, two nuns. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. If there's a heaven, I'm already in it. <laughs> yeah. So when you you when you got, I mean, because SNL, we talk about it all the time. It's it you cannot argue against its massive place yeah. in pop culture history. Um, but everyone, there's, there's so many stories. One of them that always comes up is the the much-feared uh, audition. Right. And what was yours like? Well, I, I had, I, it's the craziest thing. I had a sense of calm. Did I you? I don't know why. It's the only time I felt like, I've got this. This is mine. So I did the first audition. I had nothing. I I, I didn't even have anxiety or nerves about it. Did it's you like, think this because maybe you felt you weren't going to get it anyway? No, so. I felt like I was. Wow. It's weird. I know. It's, it's amazing. Just, at one point, I just, it, for, for something, I just knew it was mine. I don't know why, but there was, wow. I had a sense of peace about it because you have two auditions. You, the first audition, then there's the callback. And I was... I wasn't anxious about, oh, my God, am I going to get called back? I was like, for whatever reason, it's that's like the only time it's really happened in my life. Like, I know this is mine. Well, if you're going to nail one, because if people don't know that it's basically, I think Lorne Michaels says not to give courtesy laughs. There's no one laughing. No you're one laughing. A, you're on, on, right. on 8H where they do the monologue. Yeah. And there's no, there's no audience and no one's laughing. Is it so, just the writers? Yes. So you're just, not even writers. Not even writers. It's being streamed. You don't know this till later. People are watching it in their offices. Wow. It's being streamed everywhere back then. Uh, but I even then, I just put it on in my in my head. I, my second audition was almost a one-man show. <laughs> I just did one from one character to another, kind of like arranged it in the stage. It was really odd. But I just, for whatever reason, I just knew that this was with someone was mine. That's amazing. You are in action. And I'll say it, and a lot of people don't, I'm sure, remember it, but it, I think it's one of the funniest SNL bits ever. You were with Madeline Kahn, uh-huh. and it's where you go to a, uh, apparently you took a, a picnic, and the picnic you come across a massive nest. Yes. And so the skit oh. is you, both you and her, in a giant bird's claws. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you're, you're bickering about, let's go to the park today. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hilarious. Jack Handy wrote that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Madeline Kahn. She was amazing, I know. To yeah. work with her, was, that was a thrill. Yeah. That was a thrill, yeah. So yeah. What, what your departure from SNL, yes. what, what was that? 
Well, I did had, you have sway I had over pissed that? Off two producers. Oh, uh, not Lauren. Lauren wanted to keep me, so uh, both are hacks. And uh, <laughs> wow, one of them left the show. They both eventually left the show, but I, I don't ever say their names. But uh, they're hacks, and uh, I had made them uncomfortable. I called one of them a hack, and then he <laughs> he heard about it. Oh boy! And so he was out to get me. And the other guy just didn't like me for whatever reason. But it was also the first year that uh, there was some competition in late night. It was Mad TV, and it was uh, Howard Stern had a late night show. Yes. So ratings went down. So West Coast had a little more power. So they called the shots and told Lauren to make changes, and they. For whatever reason, I was one of the people they wanted out. So that, you know, Lord could only protect, I think he kept Mark McKenna. He couldn't protect too many pawns wow. that year. Otherwise, he liked me. He wanted to keep me on the show. So, mm. But uh, wow. they demanded some changes. David, I want to ask you about the, the office again real quick, because obviously you guys are going to be doing the trivia tomorrow. And, and uh, I think a lot of the popularity of The Office became, um, I think it resurfaced because of the pandemic. People were watching right. at home. It was, it was comfort food for a lot of people, myself included. Um, and, and it's a very well-written show. So the product that was, that was delivered was hilarious and endearing. Um, but also, like, the bloopers are hilarious. So you can watch the regular show, and then you can watch the bloopers, and they are just as funny. Um, it, and, and you and Carell obviously have been friends for a long time and have known each other and worked each other, worked with each other as professionals. But did you make each other laugh on set a lot, or were you just doing your role? I, you know, I would come in as a guest star. So to me, it wasn't a big deal to me. Like, oh, it's just another job. Oh, I get to see Stephen Kate, who I'd known right. forever, right? And so, to me, that's what the fun was. Like, oh, I get to work with Corral today. It's fun. Yeah. You know? And so, and of course, we're going to make each other laugh to a certain extent as much. But also, it's a 12-hour day, so you're not going to screw around too much, right? Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, but I don't have any, like, huge memories of, like, on this day, this thing happened. Because really, it was just a part-time job for me. It was work. Yeah. yeah. But on Anchorman, that's that's more likely to happen because there's more yes. room to play around and do improv. That so was I think there's multiple times where you crack each other up yes, there. that was impossible to hold together. Oh yeah. We're friends with, uh, with Adam McKay who's just yep. been nothing but Another silly guy. super generous. Yes. To, and uh, the guy, whenever you need him, is there. It's terrific. The Anchorman 2 blooper where you guys are sitting in the lighthouse <laughs> talking oh about the rivers God. of... Yes, Lewis. How, how, the, how the citizens <laughs> oh of Pompeii God. Oh for help. God. And you, your back is to the camera. Yes. So Will, Will uh, uh, Ferrell says, he's blind in that scene, and he sticks his leg out, and he goes, tell me that doesn't feel like a C. <laughs> <laughs> and, and everyone, Paul Rudd, everyone's losing it. And I know Adam McKay's thing is to bark out right yes, lines. Yes, yes. And, and so were you... Were oh, you? we were all losing it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that was, the, we knew, <laughs> also, that was the last day the four of us were going to work together. That happened to be in the schedule. Oh. That lighthouse, last day the four of us were going to be in a scene together. So, but we were just losing it. Everyone was crying so hard. It's just it's for Wilts because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> He's being such an a hole about being blind. Well, there, he, he bit hard into an ashtray, thinking it was a waffle, yeah. and he's being so arrogant about it. Like you couldn't tell the difference. I love it. He's going because I'm blind. And Paul Rudd says, time. "You couldn't tell by the cold." He, he drank half a bottle of ketchup, thinking it was decanted wine. You couldn't taste that. Oh my God. Uh, but you guys are a singular. In fact, it was the only time I believe, and he did. They released one movie. Yes. And then the second version with the free lines. Right. And also the musical, because in the second version, there's a musical number that they didn't put in the first, the, the the second movie. Right. And I, it was my favorite part of the, the filming. Oh. There's a, so if you go, go online and watch 
Anchorman the musical because there's a musical number in the middle of it, and that's in that longer second uh, cut. Have you? Is there ever? Well, I, you know, I think Will and Adam have sort of their strained relationship yeah, yeah, now. Yes, so yeah. I guess uh, there's no. There's Anchorman. no third one. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. But but of all the roles that you've done, which would you would that be one you'd like to? Uh, of course, repeat, they, yeah. they were so much fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those were just fun movies. And you wish they would. Uh, to me, I was like, I wish that was a TV show that never ended. Right. You know, right. it was such a fun group of people to play with every day. Was Champ based on anybody from your life? Not, not me personally. Those guys yeah. had done some research about a lunch, bunch of guys in San Diego, and I, I they, they're, they're more of an amalgamation. It's never exactly one person. All right. Yeah. When, when you're when you're given the latitude like you are in a, a film like that, and in, in the improvisational uh, realm. Uh, do you just sometimes just blurt out whatever comes to mind and just say, I'm just going to say it? Well, I, uh, you know. yes, because they, they'd say, you know, we already have it anyway. We are, we've yep. already filmed the, what what's written, so yep. we know it's got good stuff. So what do we have to lose? Yeah. So there's no real pressure, like, you've got to say something brilliant that's better than the script. It's like, we might actually get something. Yeah. So, yeah, and that really informs the chemistry and the energy of the, uh, the, those movies. Are they're, they're, I think that's why they're a little bit different than other ones, because that chemical thing is happening all the time. Because now you're supposed to listen to each other as an actor anyway, right? Right. right. But if you're improvising, you have to listen. Yes. Right, you yeah. don't know you what the line's going to gonna be. Listen. Yes, yeah. and that's an improvisation. I mean, you're Second City. Yes, so yeah. that that that's Quintus. Are you as well? I mean, no, I don't have any ability to do things. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. Yes. Uh, but it, that that's a key thing, and it, you're right. You're actually more hyper focused yep. because the script is changing from moment to moment. One hundred percent. Yeah. Man. Wow. Yep. Yep. You know what, Rob? Yeah, let's get to your obituary. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <What have> you <laughs> done? Uh, Has not done in I Second just, City. Yeah. I, I see Kathy in a grocery store. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are you from? How did you guys meet, by the way? Just uh, doing We met gigs? at a, a club outside of Washington, D.C., the Arlington Cinema Draft House. I just happened to work with you and we hit it off. and it's, You're in radio as well, yeah? Yeah, I'm on the 98 Rock and Ball tour. Okay. So okay. Justin Scott's ego, they said hello. So I don't oh, know very you know excellent. Yeah. Maybe they just Not personally, know your success but... and they're jealous, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, no, we uh, it just kind of hit it off and our acts uh, worked well together. You know, he is... He was talking a lot about his kids at the time, and I have no kids, so no kid jokes. So it seemed to flow. And yeah, then, I, uh, I'd run into a situation where I'd have a new feature act every week, and a lot of times it'd be a middle-aged guy that just does regional comedy. Right. And he would talk about his family, and I'd have to say, hey, man, you can't do your kid stuff because yeah. I, I... It's you. So, yeah. And you no, have that's to smart. That to the other person. Like, yeah. we're going to come up with 20 new minutes. Yeah. Right? So anyway, but Rob and I... I don't have off. a family that loves me, so it's fine. <laughs> or that I love back. Uh, Being reprehensible has <laughs> paid off. That's really have. Finally, yes. You've got to glom on a cat. You know, that is a good point. I've seen it happen. Yeah. I, I did stand up for a while, and you yeah. see, they'd bring in a high-powered headliner, and there'd kind of be a general edict if, if you know, I, this is my thing. Right, you can't don't, bump don't that do material. That. Yeah. yeah. So your stand-up, um, evolve. I mean, obviously, you went into acting and, and improvisational comedy and, and Second City. Was stand up in tandem to that, or did that evolve uh, I later start, on? I always, I've always done live. Ever since I started, I've right. always done live. And then throughout, when I was in LA, you know, did live shows all the time there, too. Um, and then when I had my fifth kid, I made the determination I better make sure I always can have a job. Right. So I started doing stand up then. And I would only do like 12 shows a year. Yeah. Uh, and thank goodness that I did it because, like, now we're in a writer strike. 
Yes, so true. There's no yeah. work, and they're thinking about an actor's strike. So, mm-hmm. you know, thank goodness it's here, so you can always just go, go, you can go earn. No, absolutely. So you're probably a, a union brother of, of SAG. Of you, You'll be getting the calls from uh, uh, from uh, Fran Drescher? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we're in your union now because they absorbed after us, so oh, we're, that's right. we're that's union right. brothers. Yeah. Yeah. So I get voicemails from uh, Fran Drescher <laughs> yeah, telling me to vote. Yeah. Hey, the nanny's calling me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is cool. But improv is something I think um, it feeds the ability uh, or the, the skill set required for stand-up. I mean, yeah. if that's, that's an essential. And a lot of people, the accomplished sta- uh, Second City people and improvisational people, they have the little secret, which is you're basic. You're you're saying it as you're writing it. Yes, that's the only difference. Exactly, and it ha- you you're not, you haven't perhaps had the time to you know sculpt it, and also audiences that come to see an improv show tend to suggest the same things a lot. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And you, sometimes you have to guide that. Right. You'll if you like you'll say something like this, so they, you want them to blur out this blur out the same thing. You know, right. that you've done a million times. So, but. But in your in your show, I mean, Rob, I'm sure you find this too. You'll start improvising based on a, a piece that you know works already, and you might find something new, or just you'll drop right. a word or something, and it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, I mean, the stand up it's 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 a living thing. It's organic. I mean, yeah. e- even the same joke could be a little different each night if this person reacts differently, and then that goes off into a tangent. So, and we always we and we do like banter. And yes. When I bring him up, we kind of banter. There's some improv in that. Yeah, well. So we'll do six seven minutes of that. Cool. Dave, do you ever do you ever uh, delve into crowd work? Because that seems like you know working without a net. Here I go. Let's see what we get. There's there's some, but you've got to be careful because then that can overtake your show. Yeah, and right. Then you're not. Then it's hard to get them back on track and back yeah. focus. And a lot of comics these days are posting nothing but yeah. their crowd work because they don't want to burn their material. That's exactly right. right. Mm-hmm. But then a lot of audiences just think that's what stand-up shows are. <laughs> right. Like they come thinking they're right. going to be I'm part participating. Of yep. Right. I, you yeah. know, and it's the last thing the stand-up wants to I'm, I'm helping. From the, no, right. no, 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 no. You're not. You're not you're helping. Just, yeah. <laughs> never, ever you're just, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're the yeah. selfish narcissist right. at work that thinks yeah. you still have to be the center of attention. So yeah. you're tar- talking to me. But we, I mean, both of us, both of us do some crowd work, but it's yeah. You know, very guided. Right. It's like, you'll know when this bit's now over. And okay. you just have to, like, take the show back. And know? it's used to get into a joke or to get out of a joke. It's Ideally, the crowd work, it works in tandem with your jokes that you're already going to tell. Philly audiences this is a, a, has become a, 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 a good comedy town. I mean, this it's is great. And we this had a great is, show yeah. last night. Oh, you know, my gosh, gosh it was fantastic. I, I, I didn't know who was on stage. I heard such big laughter. When hey. Was, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. It was a great show last night. It was good. Yeah. yeah. Great make fun of Canada yes. for a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were here for the tail end of the smoke, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. A couple days ago, it was I mean, bizarre. Yeah. We were planning events and things like that, and it's like, the, the the big concerns usually is it going to rain or not? Canadian <laughs> forest fire, right? right. Yeah. What is a nightmare? Yeah, but it's all clear. It's all, all clear. It's all good. It's too bad because I put some uh, I put some meat out to smoke and uh, <laughs> it wasn't quite, wasn't quite finished. Hotel balcony. All right, well, uh, the shows at Helium Comedy Club are tonight and tomorrow, 7.30 and 10 p.m. However, tomorrow is the 4.30 special Correct. office show. Yes. yes. Is that sold out or are there tickets? It's getting close. It's got to so be. Office it, fans it will are going to call on that okay. up. Yeah, yeah. All right, so get those tickets now at uh, heliumcomedy.com. Uh, Rob and David, great to see you guys. God bless. Thank, Thank you so you much. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Let's hear it from David yeah. Kegger and Rob Mayer on the President Steve Show. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Our buddy Michael Barkan stopping by. 
Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre Robert's weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled. Buy real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Weather-wise, tomorrow, listen, it's 83 and sunny. It's going to be beautiful. Be a wonderful day to take in a ball game. Yes. Maybe an event that's happening right before that because there is a, a thing that is called uh, the Tito's Tailgate with the Flying Hawaiian, Shane Victorino, and the uh, the event is going to benefit the Barkan Family Healing Hearts Foundation. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael yeah. Barkan. Hello. Hi, Mike. Hey, man. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> nice Can to we see please you. turn to page 24 of our, in our readers? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Let's uh, Come on, let's not fool around. All you right. hate that. Yes. yes. Oh. Yeah. We we can't fool around anymore. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. no it's, it's nice to see you, man. Nice to see you, Preston. Yep. And everybody here. Should I name you all by yes. name? Yes, yeah, please. We Thank love you, that. Kathy and Nick fa- and Steve and Casey. Go for my what? Yeah, that's right. You went from your favorite yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> started with yes. me. Right. According okay. to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I w- can I do traffic one day? Yeah. You? Please. Oh, I would right love now. to do that. Oh, sorry. Do it yeah. Right now, right now, right now traffic now. on the <laughs> Google Expressway. We as I love this. See, that was good. You you provided just enough information right now on the Google Expressway. <laughs> we uh. That's it. Here, here's my is, screen. The only right. thing is, the only thing is, you you can't mess around with traffic, can you? No, no. Can't get I know when I'm in the car and I'm listening to the traffic. Right. Where is that? Red right. is bad. Where is that? Red is bad. Uh, all right, let's take a look at uh, traffic. Michael oh. Barkham. Michael, what's going on this morning? Wow. Up. Thank you, Preston. Upper Mary, Montgomery County, closed due to road construction. Well, and, the uh, whole town isn't closed. Well, it's, uh, that's what it says right here. Crooked Lane northbound between Church Road and King Manor Drive. And then Gloucester City and Camden off-ramp is closed. Off-ramp to Route 130 uh, south. Exit 1C closed for construction until 3 p.m. You want to avoid that. Then in Philadelphia, we get into the red zone. Yeah. Accident left lane is blocked in Philadelphia. Jam from Ridge Avenue on the boulevard Route 1 southbound before I-76 in Gloucester City. In Camden County, road construction. We see you can't really embellish no. that. People no. like, you could. What are you talking about? <laughs> you say, I can't move. 
I met an unclean woman in Camden County. We'll say, spice it up. <laughs> she needed to have a bath. That was good, Michael. You're yeah. a professional. Wait, well, you say, that, that's your traffic. You go to the chopper right now. We're live over the Schuylkill. Yeah. Don't you miss the choppers? I do. I miss, miss the, the traffic cops. The problem was yeah, traffic copters occasionally crashed. Mm. And you remember those? Yes. Yeah. Like, I told you guys, I got to fly in, in a in a traffic copter when I worked in radio in St. Louis, and I flew with this guy who was uh, he was famous because the the traffic copter guys were famous. His yeah. name was Alan Barklage. and he, I swear to God, this happened. Uh, his his uh, his helicopter got hijacked. A woman pulled a gun on him. What forced That's him right. to fly to a prison to get her husband or some or brother or relative out of prison. Uh, so he goes there and he wrestles the gun away from her. And killed her. What? What? In self defense. Oh my god. Yeah, it was crazy. He showed me a picture of the blood on the inside of his helicopter and everything. That's my yeah, traffic. Back to the traffic. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we are over the prison. There's a softball game going on. He was a Vietnam veteran. Uh, oh, that's, a wow. that's, that's a badass. That's, that's a badass. Bad, that's bad. I remember when I was at Channel Three, and we used to go back and forth on the Chop Chopper Three oh, yeah. from uh, to Atlantic City for for boxing news. You would ride in it. That's I would. Nice. I would fly awesome. it. They let me fly. Yeah, it. Sure. Um, no, I, would, I would. I would ride it. And I remember coming back one time with the with our shooter, uh, videographer, yeah, not, not shooter, not, not shooter, right. shooter. Not like your shooter, yeah. and, and, and no blood in this. And, and uh, the the chopper pilot said. You know, I can cut the engine right now, and this thing will just float down nice and easy. And I sure. said, no! <laughs> you know, and yeah. so they all turned to me like, you are a wuss bag. Right? <laughs> we all, like, we all do it. I wouldn't know. believe that. Like, oh, and by the way, I can fart cotton candy. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe you. So finally, they humiliated me enough. I said, fine, go ahead. And they cut the engine, and the thing just kind of lightly lost altitude. Well, it, it was it was nice and easy. Yeah, okay. Let's land like this. So, the, so d- it did happen. So it came down. Wow. It came, came down, down. Yeah, it came like, down like a feather. were you? Sorry? How high up were you when uh, you did Like it? 10 feet. Oh. No, no, no. no. We, we, we were probably, I don't know, 1,500 feet, something like that. How high to chop You've heard that. they could do that. Yeah, I, yeah. I've heard that well, that this is. this one could. I don't I've also never it. heard the term whistbag before. Right. <laughs> don't, don't, don't try this at home, by the way. No, no, with no. your no. own chopper. Yeah. Yes. You don't want to do it. Mm, <laughs> no way. Make sure you know what you're doing. Start with the Fisher Price controls first. <laughs> you start Fisher Price, work your way up My to first swing. helicopter. Don't you? Baby's first helicopter. You have to use both hands and both both feet, I think, yes, yes. when flying a helicopter. It's like, like, it's like playing an organ. Yeah. Yeah. Both hands and both feet. If you're basically flying a Wurlitzer, is what you're doing. <laughs> yes. With, with, better, with a better tune. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> wow. Beautiful. All right. So, yes, I'm uh, sorry. The event, your event. Oh, thank you. That's taking place tomorrow it before is. the ballgame. Ta- ta- First ta- of all, uh, Shane Victorino is wow. going to be joining us. He's one been one. having a blast, by the way. He's just, he's like... Savannah Bananas? Yeah. Yes. We're talking about that before yeah. we came on. That's yeah. so cool. That is awesome. Awesome. So he was there with the Savannah Bananas, which is kind of like a, a Harlem Globetrotters-type baseball team. Right. And they, they travel around, and Shane appeared with them, and he had a blast. He, well, Shane has a blast wherever he goes. <laughs> and so uh, he is, is going to be with us tomorrow at the Tito's Tiki Tailgate with Shane, and it's on the turf field at Xfinity Live. 
and um, we're going to have a, an actual tiki bar set up there, 1 to 3 p.m., and each guest gets a photo of Shane Victorino at the tiki bar, nice. two-hour bar package, Tito's Handmade Vodka, KLYR Rum, Michelob Ultra, Food Voucher, and uh, the best-dressed person who comes more most festive. This, Casey, this is, this is for you. This is Demi written they, all over. They get two tickets for Phillies Washington for the fireworks show. Oh, By nice. the way, I have to mention, it's clear rum. Yeah. It's yeah. pronounced clear. And, and yep. there's, they're super generous. Wonderful. That's how you spell it, though. People don't know. I just wanted you to make sure that you were were paying attention. Clear rum. K O Y R rum. Yeah, so, no, it's excellent stuff. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm coming to this event tomorrow uh, with, with my fiance and, and Ben, my son. And um, Ben met Shane when Ben was probably three or four years old. And so I want to get a photo of me holding my now 16-year-old <laughs> oh next, God, next yes. to Shane Victorino <laughs> and, and have him looking at each other. Are you going to be able to hold him? I doubt it. Uh, but <laughs> He'll hold you. Um, and, then, and then they go to the Phil's game afterwards. And speaking of which, I wanted to ask you your impression of this team because they are bizarre. They, they win a whole bunch of games in a row. And then they lose a whole bunch of games in a row. And I think they've had, like, losing streaks of six or seven games and then winning streaks of five or six games. And and last night was fun. It was a walk-off. Um, and seeing you and, and Ricky Bo actually smiling after the game made me made me smile as well. But look, what do you think of this team this season? It's, it's difficult to assess them. And it's a long season. <clears throat> but at the same time, if you start to fade from view too early, you, you really have an uphill climb trying to make your way back in the playoff situation. Uh, Ricky, asking him, I said, should we just give up on the division? Let's just work worry about the wild card. He said, not yet. Don't give up because they're playing less games this year because of the, the ch- schedules changed. They're playing less games against division opponents this year. It had been 19 per year. Now it's 13 per year because they, they have each team playing every other team in baseball, sure. uh, which I'm not saying I'm crazy about that. <laughs> right. That's what they do. Where why, they are why, now, why, I don't right. know. I'm a neophyte. Why, why does that make a difference? Because they're out of the division. What does that, or if they're not facing division So you have rivals. less games to to kind of match up against your that, division uh, rival and make, make inroads if you need to. You have you have six less games that you're playing. So if you're struggling against Atlanta, for example, you, you would have those six extra games to maybe uh, hypothetically win and get yourself back in the situation. You don't have that. In fact, this is the latest that they played their division competition other than Miami. They played Atlanta. Uh, last year they played the Mets. April 11th. This year they didn't play him until, what, uh, two weeks ago. Right. And so, didn't do so well. Yeah. No, no, they got swept. So, so um, I remember last year, I remember the, it was it was a done deal. It's nothing's happening. Move along. Similar feeling. Well, similar feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I can't say, at least for a couple of years, I'm going to be prepared to go, oh, we're, it's through until we get into the absolute ass end of the, of the year. Because no one was expecting that last year. But what's the difference this year, Steve? Everyone <sighs> is expecting it. If you're a Phillies yeah, fan, you're expecting this yeah. team to at least get back to the World Series, if not win it. They brought in Trey Turner, which is fantastic. They brought in Taiwan Walker, which is fantastic. It would have been nice had they brought in another starting pitcher. That's difficult. Right now, every fifth day, they've been going with a bullpen game, and that was one of the questions for yesterday because Zach Wheeler started yesterday against Detroit, and no disrespect 
respect to de- Detroit, but they stink. Uh, the Dodgers are coming in tonight, and they, you'll they, forgive me. Stink. Forgive me, Detroit, but the term is is you're terrible. And they played the Dodgers at the beginning of May, and they lost uh, like ten six, thirteen three, thirteen eight. They got mm-hmm. swept out of L.A. Now the Dodgers come here tonight. Might have been nice to have Zach Wheeler pitch against the Dodgers uh, and and push back the bullpen game, um, but. You know, Rob Thompson called it the way he saw well, it. What was the score last night? The score was three to two. Right? I yeah. mean, like, maybe we did need Wheeler last night. Because... Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, maybe we did. Yeah. Maybe we did. The The bats have been struggling the last two games, but before that, they really have been putting together like a big outburst, which is yeah. which is great. And I think that they, they're starting to find their way. I really do. Harper had been slumping. He gets out of it last night. Uh, Nick Castellanos has been having a heck of a season after really debuting last year. Very lackluster. Um, uh, Trey Turner, all of a sudden, he's starting to hit. Schwarber. Sh- Kyle Schwarber's yeah. starting to hit. I call yeah. him Junebug Schwarber. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, and, I, uh, I, I tweeted the other day about how much I love the guy. You know, what he did for us last year, especially in the playoffs was incredible, uh, but he really struggled for the first two months of the season. His average was around 160 or something like that, and he's leading off with a, an average well below the Mendoza line, and now we're in June, and he's hitting taters. Yeah, but you know what else he does? He gets on base. He has a really yeah. good uh, on-base percentage and a leadoff spot. You want a guy to get on. Now, you can also say he's not the fastest guy in the world, so he can clog up the bases, but I'd rather have him on base than not on base. So, um, he, he he's starting to come along. He said... I don't want, I'd rather it not be like this. But then he said, on the other hand, I, I, I kind of like it like this because I know at least in June I'm going to get it going. So hopefully in July, August, and September he keeps it going. <laughs> I want to yeah. ask you a little bit about the players because it, in a bygone era, you know, and I've talked to John Brazier, our buddy with the Phillies, about this. John Brazier. You'd get to know Name the players. sounds <laughs> <friendly>. <laughs> um, I, do you do you still get to know and in your profession? Do you get to know any of the players anymore? Because it seems like there's more of a distance now between the media and and the ball players. Or do you know some of the guys? No, uh, I I'm in the studio really. Right. So, yeah, so it's it's difficult. And um, you know they they get there early. We're on the air before the game, so it's tough when I was when I was reporting or when we would do the shows over at the ballpark. It was easier to go into the clubhouse and say hi to some of the guys. Um, but that it's doesn't happen anymore. Don't you do landscaping for some of those? I do. I do. I do landscaping for once before in the lineup. I, I do. I do landscaping. I, I, absolutely. Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, and, and it's great. I mean, just to trim the hedges. Right. Yeah. How does this look? Right. right. Yeah. It's fantastic. Can I get an interview? Please. Look, it looks like a panda bear. Mm-hmm. How did you become buddies with Victorino? Um... I think that was at a time when we used to do, especially when in 08 and 09, when they were in the World Series, winning it and then going back there as a as a pennant winners, we would um, we would do interviews and uh, which which was a blast. We'd go over to the ballpark; it was almost a regular thing. You see guys on the field, you get to schmooze and talk to them. Um, also, I think once guys and I don't know what your thoughts are because you talk to players yeah. active and retired. Right. Once guys leave the game, there, there is a focus that you have to have when you're playing the game. The governor is it, off. Yeah, it's really <laughs> yeah, is. The right governor now. is off. Yeah. And if if any of you played sports uh, in high school. 
um, you know that there was a there was a tension throughout your day where you knew at the end of the day you you were going to be called on to perform right now. <laughs> right, you yeah. know? And and so it, it, I can't imagine doing that for your living. That's why these guys are a breed apart to be able to do that. But it also requires an intensity where they don't suffer fools real, right. real easily. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So so um, I think Nick Castellanos is one of those guys. Seems like a nice enough guy, but don't mess with me. I'm playing baseball. You know. Um, and and so when they leave the sport, they don't have this the rigid schedule. They don't have to perform on command. And I think that that they they loosen up a lot. Shane was always like that, though. He always he always had like to have fun, and um, and he's like that now. He's a, he's a sweetheart. And what I love about Shane is he always gave back to the uh, to the community. Always, yeah, tons of charity work. And right. it's cool, so you can get up close and personal by the Tiki? Yes, <laughs> by the Tiki with Shane Victorino. One to three tomorrow. You going to the game afterwards? Or? Yes. Uh, you know what? That's the other thing. You know, the new rules this season. Yes. And so the new rules have a, include a pitch timer. Now, I love this because it prevents... Uh, the the batter is beholden to this timer too, mm-hmm. and I love this because there's no more of the messing around with the with yeah. the wristbands. Right, there's right. There's no more messing around with the pitcher stepping off the mound, taking the baseball, rubbing the baseball, taking a look around, yeah. checking you know, if their seams are straight on their it's, pantyhose, which is yeah. the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. And and so the heart goes uh, in the front. as a result, <laughs> the length of games you're still getting all you're getting more excitement maybe in a in a shorter time frame, and I love it. You have time to do the wash. Yeah. Yeah. You have time to do other things. Watch well, your soaps. What did the game end? What, 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 it ended five to Last nine. night's it, game ended before it started. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It never happened. Never yeah. happened before. It was, it was some kind of... Crazy. It was amazing. It was two, right. two nights ago, it, was, it ended before 9 p.m. Yeah. You know, and it, like, it was, uh, I think that was the one nothing game, and it was just like you blinked and it was over. Yeah. In fact, they called them the teams back on the field. Let's play some more. Yeah, we have time. Yeah. This is too short. Yeah, we were we were down in Clearwater, when, and it was the first season that they... they yeah. That clock out there, and I, it wasn't like blatantly obvious what was going on, but it did have a snappier yeah. movement to it. You know? like and it so, was great. So when you say, when you, we have a seventh inning hit, we call it. We right. have to be over, Ricky and I uh, have to be over into the studio to do a little, a little um, update, a teaser for what's coming up on post game. And so. No sooner do we get to the ballpark that we have to, you know, <laughs> run back. Up. We, we got to go, and and uh, so it has us going to the games, the home games. Let we go to all the away games. What do you think about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't. In my can't pass those up. Uh, what do you What do you think about them? And they talk about relaxing the the beer restriction because the game ends yeah. soon, right? Yeah, they're actually. Oh, I didn't hear banter of that. Yeah, yeah. then yeah. you can drink up until the, 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 the end. Up until the night. Up to the bottom of the night. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And then we cut you off. Yeah. I'm, look, you know, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. This is gonna. The beer stuff is. You're more uh, a, a blow kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Smack. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Mainline it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, blow. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say she should bleed. You want right to blow. Yeah. Bypass the should bleed. <laughs> As the Chablis. Mm. Uh, no, I. The problem with the with the with the beer, obviously, is people who can't hold 
people yeah. who, who just, yeah. they have a little beard. Sure. They yeah. start throwing up oh. on little girls. So. Right. <laughs> Not only that, so, and, and they're starting like to that. ruin Dollar Dog Night. Because yes. one time, one time somebody threw some dogs, and yep. now everybody thinks, this is what we do on Dollar Dog Night. You're ruining it for the yep. rest of You're us. You're going to kill the promotion. Yep. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to stop doing it if that keeps happening. It, it's, it's the way a crowd works. Yeah, it's, no, it's so I insane. It's that. like, stop it. And, and the Phillies have had great fan support uh, always, but certainly, you know, the fans know. Mm-hmm. Casey, you know this. The fans know. They are the finger on the pulse of the team. Yeah. And when the fans come out, you know that this, they expect the team to be good. They're ready to support the team. There's sometimes when the team, we think, well, this team might be pretty good, and mm-hmm. the fans don't necessarily follow suit because, you know, they're from Missouri, show me, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and and so they, they want you to establish that you're going to be a winner. I think there was a little of that last year. Uh, and then one of the greatest postseasons we've ever seen. It was so much yeah, fun. It was. And now there's an expectation because of that. So in, when you add Trey Turner, you add Taiwan, Walker, uh, you you make Rob Thompson the permanent guy. Um, there's expectations that go go with that, and and they're selling tickets as a result too. So they are selling tickets. Last season around this time, you know, you maybe get twenty twenty five. Uh, and then maybe north of 30 on a weekend game. But this year, it's routinely 40-45. And I, I love seeing that. Um, but you're also going to get some clowns in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about the fans. I remember with with the vet. And I, I was one. I was I was not a fan of the vet as a as a stadium. Right, right. And But I remember the Phillies weren't very good when I was in town at that time. So I, I wasn't there in the 70s and, and certainly in 80 and, uh, when they won it in 83. Um, but I remember the Yankees coming, and this was like, I don't know, 97 or 98, and what had been an empty ballpark was was packed. You know, there, there were Phillies fans, there were Yankees fans, and the whole place was absolutely packed, and I thought, oh, now I get it. Right, right. This is yeah. what this is like. Mm-hmm. And, and it became so much more intimate because all those empty seats were filled with There's people. an energy to yeah, that. Yeah. There is. And, and, but Citizens Bank Park, I think, just the way you can see the city skyline, uh, the way it fills up more easily, Ashburn Alley. Yeah, it's 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 an amazing. And I've been I've been, been Wellington can watch sixty minutes from the screen. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what I was going to ask. I haven't been there yet to see that big yeah. ass screen it's in person yet. Is it? I, yeah. I watch the game from the Walt Whitman now. Wow. I, don't even, yeah, yeah. I don't even go into the studio. Yeah, parking straight. I just park right at the apex of the bridge and I look in and there it is. Okay, bottom uh, of the third. That, that jumper's back. <laughs> Casey, was it you that you pointed out like people were flying in? Oh, I fil- saw it yeah. when we flew in. Right. You, you can see it flying into Philadelphia Airport. You right. can see it from the you air. You can see clearly? Clearly. Yeah. Oh, screen. yeah. Yep. You see the big, wow. yep, the big red screen. The What's only place you can't see it is uh, where I was sitting at the game. <laughs> my brother, they had a, a surprise party for my brother and we got a suite and I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to see this thing. And you couldn't see it. We were on the third baseline. I'm like, we're in the only place in the entire state that you can't actually see this thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then not back. only that, but my my uh, my brother's brother-in-law was sitting in his one seat for the entire game, except <laughs> he got up to go get a beer, and at that point, a ball was hit right where he was sitting. Do you believe that nonsense? No. I know. That's, are you serious? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I mean... I've never caught a foul ball. Anybody caught a never? foul ball? Never? Yeah, I did. Ozzie Smith, yeah. At, at a major league game, you yeah, caught a foul I ball? Have, yeah. I never had. 
I remember once going with my colleagues from work. I was at New Jersey Network, New Jersey Public Television. We came down to watch a Phillies game. It was a twilight doubleheader and a foul ball. And I'm, I'm wearing a suit because yeah. I was, of course, the weatherman. I was the starting weatherman. Yeah. And yes, I was. And they actually said, do you want to be the backup sports guy? I said, no, I'm the starting weatherman. Are you kidding me? I'm a starter. Yeah. And, and, do you understand what that means? You know what that means, man? So, so we all go down. I'm wearing my suit because I just did the weather. And and I'm, I'm sitting in the seat. The foul ball comes and I just jump out of my seat to get it and I'm, I'm on the ground wrestling with eight-year-old kids you know get out I got the you know, and I look back at my colleagues and they are horrified like, are you kidding me are you really you, you can't. just throttle a six-year-old <laughs> exactly it's automatic yeah. you just you just gotta you, know, yeah. you never have one yeah. before uh, Michael I want to ask you a personal question uh oh yeah no it's just, it's an observation that I've made mm-hmm. so uh, blue seems to be a color for you your glasses have become like a trademark look for you mm-hmm. but I notice you have have sunglasses yeah. that have blue lenses on them too. Well, that's so yeah. it's not just the the regular uh, readers or eyeglasses. What's what's with blue? And well, you? Should, first of all, should I take the sunglasses off inside? Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, okay. find yeah. it tremendously. So that, that, that's a problem. Uh, no, you know what? I, I I just think blue looks better on me. I'm not a brown kind of guy. Okay. I'm not a green kind of guy. Uh, not that I, I have you know no, no issue with those colors. <laughs> <laughs> all you green people don't but don't protest. <laughs> and also, oh, you Grinches and uh, Nobby. That's, that's yeah. right. And this thing hanging around your neck, is that oh, exclusively this. to hang glasses on? Oh, yeah. It's exclusively to hang Really? Yes, it is. And and it's called, like, like the sports loop or something. Okay. But, my, but um, sometimes, if I leave my glasses on the table like this and I'm wearing my glasses, this thing is empty. And one of my daughter, Emily, one of her girlfriends said to her, because was, I was wearing it like this, and it looked yeah. like a necklace. And what does that said, mean? Is your dad wearing some kind of man jewelry? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's it's just one. He's wearing that stupid loop. <laughs> one step to a fanny pack. Yeah. yeah or, the, right. or like when you see the senior citizens in the airport mm-hmm. with the thing that holds around the, that holds the passport and the... Uh, yeah. It's yeah. Like yeah, around their, their neck. Portfolio around, around their right. neck, yeah. But you know what? I mean, don't you feel that... that uh, by the way, Eyeglass Works Manioc is where I got this. Ah, okay. There we yes, go. Yes, Someone's indeed. getting a check. And Snyder, no, no, no. Hey, hey I, I can't see. But the glasses look nice. Uh, also, Snyder Optical. Okay, number two. <laughs> They're both tied. They're in a bidding war. Yeah, yeah. I received, oh I received nothing from from. Didn't you? Have, you had an appointment yesterday. What didn't you, you say to me? You had an appointment. You couldn't come into the show <laughs> yesterday because you had to do some eye thing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, was that? Oh yeah, you're right. I, that was Doctor Nuryakanda. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm just glad you're here today because we have not seen each other in a really long time. Since last summer. Michael says to me off the air, he goes, oh, my God, wait, yeah, we did that event last summer. I go, it was in March. <laughs> and he was like, no, it was March of King of Prussia Mall. You know, I, I don't know what's happening. I'm, apparently, I had like I, a, I, Yeah, I totally oh, forgot that. Daphne. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got to wrap things up. No! I'm sorry, Michael, but the event oh, yeah. that Michael was here to promote is the Tito's Tailgate, and Shane Victorino will be there. It is tomorrow from 1 to 3, right? Tomorrow from Xfinity 1 to 3. Live? Xfinity Live on the turf. Shane will be there 1 to 3, and uh, whoever is dressed up most festive has a chance to win. Most, you know, dressed like a, like a you know, Tito's tailgate. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Has a chance to win a pair of tickets to the, right. the Phillies Nationals fireworks game. And this is a ticketed event? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, barcampfoundation.org. Barcampfoundation.org. 
to Bar get the Foundation.org. I, I have the Barcamp Foundation.org. Okay, or is it there. just Barcamp Foundation? No, the Barcamp Foundation.org. Okay, it'll either way it'll get you there. The Barcamp Foundation.org. Thank you. Okay. So the, it's really the Healing Hearts Foundation. Yes. All right? And well, that's, uh, that's who's in there benefiting my will. Uh, but, <laughs> you know uh, but Claire Stan, Rob and I, all these great... I'm not going to let you take a break. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I tied him up. How's the shoulder? What, what are you doing tomorrow, by the way? I'm playing, I'm playing Pine Valley, brother. What? Yes. Pine Valley. I remember when I played Pine Valley. I remember my first time. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I, can, I am not as good a, you don't know this, but I can just tell you that I am not as good a golfer as you. Okay. And the beauty of Pine Valley is the caddies size you up like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I hit one. And Pine Valley is kind of like Target Golf. Beautiful course. You know, you tee off on a beautiful lush piece of green. Yeah. And then you got to go over all this scrub. Yeah. And then you, you get to another piece of green. And so I, I couldn't make it over the scrub. The ball ends up somewhere in the on the beach. Hell. And I get to the ball, and it's on a tee. And the, are you and, serious? Yeah, and the caddy looks at me like, what are the chances <laughs> <laughs> that that would happen? Oh, that's fantastic. I yeah. love that story. Thank you wow. for having me. I love you all. Anytime. Oh, we love you. Michael Barkin. And we have on the community page at WMMR.com all the information you need to know about the Tito's tailgate with the Flying Hawaiian tomorrow. Nice. Uh, so you can go there if you can't remember the barcanfoundation.org. All right, we're going to take a break. Be back in a second. Stay with us. From 9 to 1, Jackie Bam Bam and Sarah rock the Tacos and Tailpipes car meetup at Menard Premium Detailing in Warminster, benefiting a local cancer survivor and former firefighter who lost his home in a fire. Enjoy over 1,500 cars, four bands, prizes for the kids, and clear rum canned cocktails for the adults. Follow Menard Premium Detail or Tacos and Tailpipes on Instagram for details. Man, I love those gals. It's a warning on 93.3 WMMR. We had the three of them here in our studio. These young ladies can rock, and they can rock hard. And I think they played uh, the TLA not that long ago. You know it just Bill, happened. turn your ringer off. For God's <laughs> sake, man. Casey just called him. Yeah. All right. All right. Hang on. Stop oh everything. Oh, my God. Stop everything. I right. want 30 seconds. The last time I was in here, I did turn my ringer off. I made a snide comment to Casey about missing part of your break earlier today right, on right. the show, right? And this is how he pays me back. Yes, I did. I find it disrespectful and somewhat <laughs> bordering on insubordination. Yeah, insubordination. There you go. You heard it, man. If it's any oh. consolation, Bill, I had the, the music bed up so loud, I didn't Nobody even hear it. it. That's, why, hear I it? Know, that's no. why I didn't know what you guys were talking about. So. No, we I'm sorry. We didn't hear it. All right. Back, are, to, you, back com- to you, Preston. Thank wait, you. Wait, the comment about him leaving the studio, is that for the Vanderpump Rules? That's, yeah, yeah uh, he was out of the thing, and he was kind of had his uh, ass and his, his panties <laughs> on a twist or something. I was kind of I was kind of mixing metaphors. It had something to do with panties and ass but yes it's all good <laughs> have you missed me <laughs> oh, it has something to do with panties 
panties and an ass. Oh, my God. Well, Kathy also missed the Fox 29 hit. She was out of the street for that, right? So, yeah. not that we're keeping score. Yeah. Uh, you also left your ringer on in here again. So, it's all tied. One to one. <laughs> one one. All right. Back to you, Preston. Back Thank to you, Bill okay. West. We go now to Jim Ingleshevsky. We have a final look at traffic. We're going to take that now, Kathy. What's going on? An accident on the boulevard. It's still there southbound at the Schuylkill Expressway. You're jammed from Ridge to the Schuylkill. On the Schuylkill eastbound, it slowed the boulevard into the Vine. Westbound University to South Street and then Gladwin to Conshohocken. 95 southbound at the Commodore Barry Bridge. A disabled tractor trailer still partially blocking the off-ramp. Lancaster Avenue at Ethan Avenue in Villanova. An accident just cleared from there. You should start moving again. 55 northbound jams 47 to Deptford. That's through construction. And then debris in the roadway on 295 northbound just north of the 42 freeway. This traffic report brought to you by Colonel Seasons available at Giant Foods. With Colonel Seasons popcorn seasoning, you can turn what into what the what. Just add interesting with Colonel Seasons today. Available in the popcorn aisle. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Thank you, Kathy. While you were talking, I really realized I was interrupted. I forgot to follow back up on I was talking about the warning or yes. selling that song. Uh, the song is called More. I didn't even get to, to uh, name check that. Uh, but they're actually playing a, a couple of opening dates uh, for Guns N' Roses. They're not going to be in our area, but I think that's so cool that's that these three young ladies who started off as like a viral sensation on YouTube yeah. of playing some Metallica songs uh, as little kids are now opening for Guns N' Roses. I want to see that keep going because they've, le- they've legitimately got talent. Yep. They're good. Yep, and uh, and they were here not too long ago, so we're uh, happy and, uh, to be playing that song from them, which is awesome. All right, we have the Bizarre File. Let's do it. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre File. All right, brought to you this morning by Circa Flags, Jersey Shore Residents. Check out CircaFlags.com for personalized beach gear. Customize your very own family logo in seconds to display on beach flags and apparel all summer long. It's C-I-R-C-A Flags.com. All right, this is pretty disturbing and messed up. The body of a Wisconsin teenager was found inside a vehicle at a tow lot this week, four days after the vehicle was severely damaged in a crash. Uh, the 17-year-old Milwaukee boy was found dead in the back of an SUV. According to Milwaukee police, the SUV, uh, which was suspected to be stolen, uh, was towed on June 1st following a crash into a tree that left a 16-year-old boy injured. The 16-year-old sustained non-fatal injuries, was transported to a local hospital for treatment, and then he was released. The cause of the death of the, six, 17, of the 17-year-old is being investigated, and the incident marks the third time since 2008... That Minneapolis personnel have left someone behind in a car that was eventually towed. That's pretty wild. Yeah. So, so the, this person died in that crash, and they just simply didn't check for the body. I assume that's there's it's still under investigation. Wow. But it sounds like that's what happened. I think so. you'd want to take a little peruse around the vehicle. Yeah. And in January 2018, a four-year-old girl was left inside of her family's van about eight hours in freezing temperatures after police arrested her mother on suspicion of drunk driving, and they towed the vehicle. She uh, the the girl was found unharmed the next morning by a tow lot attendant who heard her crying. And in January 2022, emergency personnel responded uh, to a scene of a car that was crashed into a building, started a fire, and the car was eventually towed with the body of a 21-year-old woman in the back seat and went unnoticed for several hours. Uh, the fire chief had publicly apologized for the incident. Sorry about that. Changes to the department's standard operating procedures. Wow. I guess we'll check the back seat from now on. All right, here's uh, something in our general area. 
A flathead catfish weighing 66 pounds has set a new Pennsylvania record wow. after it was caught last month on the Susquehanna River in Lancaster County. Uh, the catch made by fishermen from Franklin County actually beat the previous record held by a Philadelphia man oh. who bought a 50, who uh, caught a 56-pound flathead catfish in the Schuylkill River, and that was in 2020. Uh, the catch got to be one ratty-ass-looking fish. Was made by uh, Michael Worley of Fayetteville uh, in the area of Conestoga. Uh, Worley was fishing with a friend in an approximately 50-foot-deep channel of the river known uh. as Lake Aldred. And he had baited a live rainbow trout in onto a large circle hook with a sinker and a cast line from a heavy-duty surf rod. Uh, he and his friend uh, Walter Tommy Clark had four lines in the water at once. It's a goddamn thing I ever saw. And three of the four rods hooked fish simultaneously. This uh, thing is, look at the picture of this thing, Pat. It's enormous. Yeah, it's just massive. Um, so he had said, Worley said, it was a bit crazy, but we managed to start reeling him in. There was a 30-pounder, and then Tommy brought in a 45-pounder. That ended up breaking the net when we lifted in the boat. But when Whaley tried to reel in the third rod, he immediately knew he was, he was dealing with a monster. And he battled it for about 30 minutes. He said, when it finally came to the surface, all I could think of was that it was humongous. I, and said, when, I said to him, did you see that? He said, when I got the fish next to the boat, I handed the rod to Tommy. I stuck out both hands in the fish's mouth and pulled as hard as I could to bring it on board. We knew we had something. Uh, they kept the fish alive by placing it in a plastic tote box filled with water equipped with an aerator. And they took it to the Columbia Bait and Tackle. Huh. To be weighed on a certified scale. And I they, guess you have to get it certified yeah, that way, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. To keep it alive. Did they then keep it alive or did they release it? They, um, they enrolled it in a local college. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know what? That's a good question, Nick. I don't know if they returned it to the water or not. Or if they... Story ends happily with them kicking it to death. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they edit or not. Uh, wait, 66 pounds? We like to kick them. Six ounces. And it's only hemorrhage. Uh, I swear they make it sound like screaming exceed, if you kick them hard enough. Exceeded the previous state record by more than 10 pounds. <laughs> Have you ever fought a fish for a while? I, I fought a bluefish for a, a while we were fishing. Uh, That's no, a smaller fish. No, no, I've never, you know, we've only gone, you know, bass fishing I, and things like that. Well, no, I've, I've, I've gone deep sea fishing, but never have we hooked in something that had to be fought for like a half hour or no, something no, like no, that. No, 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 but there, there's a lot of power in them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I have a lot of fishermen in my family, and uh, they'll go out for shark, and <laughs> one time they fought a shark for three hours. Yeah, so that's not uncommon. <laughs> yeah, the, that the, um, the Frank Mundas, who is the basis uh, for Quint and, and Jaws, famous shark fisherman i think he he caught a an enormous great white shark on a rod and reel yeah game fishermen you know for like blue marlin stuff like that they'll they'll fight for a long time they'll go for hours and i mean i guess you at that point it's like you can't just i guess i mean you could just cut the line but then it has but those those shark hooks are like giants so now this shark is swimming around with this (laughs) giant hook in it he's gonna get laid off that take a look at this (laughs) yeah uh, by the way, following the weigh-in, uh, Worley released the catfish back into the water. Right. It was dead at that point. So it still <laughs> lives. After they kicked, kicked it. it. <laughs> uh, let's see. The, all right. This is a messed up story. And at first I thought this was um, like a, a gang war or something like this because uh, it was police, police had charged a funeral service company owner Wednesday, one day after he allegedly shot two people during a burial that his company was organizing at a Maryland cemetery. One of the victims, 30-year-old Ronald Stephen, was a pallbearer. He died at the hospital. Second woman, uh, second person suffered a graze wound. Um, and they charged 48-year-old Wilson Chavez with first and second degree murder and related charges. Jeez. Now, the, the, what's horrible is the violence erupted during the funeral of a 10-year-old girl 
Ariana Davis, who was shot while riding in a car with a family in Washington, D.C. on Mother's Day. So they have their own shootout? Yeah, and and it had nothing to do with this kid, because sometimes you'll hear, you know, there's like a gang war or right, something like that. Right. They'll go to a funeral and, and a fight will break out and people will end up shooting each other. This was weird. So after the incident in the cemetery... Major Crimes Division Commander David Blazer said the shooting was not related to the funeral. The police investigation revealed that the suspect who owns the company that was providing funeral and burial services for Davis uh, confronted two people just as the service was about to get underway, one of whom was a pallbearer at Davis's funeral. And the people he confronted were affiliated with a separate funeral service company with which the suspect had a longstanding oh business Funeral wars. Dude. Uh, several funeral attendees became upset with Chavez and uh, confronted him over his behavior. The preliminary investigation suggests Chavez pulled out a gun and fired two shots, striking both victims. They're like they, tow truck drivers. Yeah, and then they got him. Territorial. Yeah. All right, one last story. Let's end. All right, let's end with a, a more positive thing. Uh, a man from the Czech Republic has performed the longest abdominal plank ever recorded. Ooh. Oh, wow. As conformed, uh, confirmed by the uh, Guinness Book of World Records. So, Yosef uh, Salik... Known to his friend as Yaska, uh, undertook the physically grueling challenge and maintained a strict plank position for nine hours, Whoa, thirty-eight geez. minutes, wow. and forty-seven what's, seconds. What's the longest you've ever done? Probably seven minutes. Wow, that's hard. And and that and I had to build up to oh, that. Oh yeah, you know, without question, they are so hard to maintain. And he ate dinner during the seventh hour. Uh, the world record for longest abdominal plank was previously held by sixty-two-year-old George Hood in Illinois in twenty twenty, and then broken by Daniel Scally from uh, Australia. And it was then a historic record of nine hours and thirty minutes and one second. So this guy beat him by over eight minutes. Um, People and played it, chess on him. He said, I felt mentally ready, not physically, because my longest uninterrupted training took three and a half hours, and I had major complications when I tried to stretch the time staying in a plank position. Do you think your toes would point permanently up after that? Oh, maybe. He said, I knew that in my case, it's uh, not about uh, demanding physical training, but rather about mastering the process about my mindset. That's crazy. And wow. also about not having a girlfriend. Uh, that, too. Yes. By the way, his... Um, uh, he, his story behind this. Hang on, let me see if I'm finding. I'm jumped ahead. Jump Very ahead. Very lonely. No, he uh, he went to prison. Oh, and so he said uh, he used to be overweight and fond of alcohol and cigarettes. For a life changing experience, four years ago, he was in prison in the United Arab Emirates due to a, to a case of mis- mistaken identity. What he spent his time in prison, uh, amounting to several months, adhering to a new exercise regime and regime in order to keep his mindset positive and continue to do so after his release. So wow. I kind of kicked prison. It's a total body workout. Yeah. Gear. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, and that's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, uh, I want to mention this case. I want to reiterate a couple of things real quick. Um, We have debuted the artwork for our I Bleed for President Steve Blood Drive t-shirt, and we love it. It's Lasso-esque. Showed it to Michael Barkan. He loved it. It is a a take on the Ted Lasso Believe sign, but instead of Believe, it says Bleed, uh, and the tote bag has that on it as well. You will get one of these. You will get one of these if you sign up for our blood drive. And you can do that at WMMR.com. It is one week from today. And it goes from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And there are two locations. So if the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks is not convenient, maybe Live Casino and Hotel in Philadelphia is is, uh, convenient for you. 
but we want to break a thousand units. So please help us do this. Sign up and you get this really cool shirt. To we go can on. do this because we, when we were doing it on Saturday, the union dictated, I guess the phlebotomist union, that they couldn't work past four. And uh, now we have that full long run. We can do this. El- uh, eligibility guidelines are online and walk-ups are not permitted. So keep that in mind. You can go to WMMR.com and make your appointment now. All right. I want to give this away. We've been teasing this all morning long. We have a $500 gift card to Menards Premium Detailing. So it's your chance to get your car totally done up with an amazing detail job. And all you need to do is give us the secret text word we sent you. Kathy, how about a caller? You usually do that. Seven. All right, caller number seven at 215-263-WMMR. Taco, taco, taco. That's Spanish for taco. All right, taco was the word you had to text, right? All right, so it is uh, for the event, Tacos and Tailpipes, Car Meal. Which is going to, I didn't mean to start it that loud. But, uh, which is going to be tomorrow, by the way. Jackie Bam Bam and Sarah Parker will be there. And it's a great charity event for Michael Abbott at his home, uh, lost his home in a fire and a cancer survivor. So uh, let's have you give us a call right now. We'll see if we can get a winner when we return. Stay with us. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Friday morning, no sad bro, none of it. It's all good. We're going to give away our Word of the Week prize in a little while, make you happy with that. We're going to give away something else right now. Maybe we're going to make Lisa happy because she's calling number seven. Hi there, Lisa. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks to Lisa. So we have this really cool prize. If you can just tell me what our secret text word is today. That would be guacamole. Guacamole. Absolutely. And since you got that right, Lisa, we have this really awesome prize, a $500 gift card to Menards Premium Detailing. They will make your car so spick and span, it will shine and sparkle. And this will be inside, outside, whatever you want to use it for. So congratulations to you, Lisa. Thank you so much. You bet. Hang on. We'll get your information. The HBO thing it is. Uh, so, tomorrow from 9 to 3, Jackie Bam Bam and Sarah will be at the Tacos and Tailpipes car meetup. Now, the event is 9 to 3. I don't know if they're going to be there the whole time. Uh, but what will be there the whole time are 
Live music, over 1,500 cars, prizes for the kids, clear rum can cocktails for the adults, and raising money for local cancer survivor and former firefighter Michael Abbott, who lost his home in a fire. All the information is available at tacosandtailpipes.com. So congratulations to Lisa. Uh, we're going to do something else. We're going to give away a lesson question prize. We have, hang on a second here, $50 Rita's Italian Ice gift card. And the question that I will ask you, and I didn't look at these because I'm an idiot. Um, let's go with this. Mark Ruffalo will be working with local writer Brad Inglesby on which sequel to Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> It's not real. You had to have heard it at 7 o'clock this morning. Mark Ruffalo will be working with local writer Brad Inglesby on which sequel to Mayor of Easttown. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought this morning by... Family and Company Jewelers. You can ditch the ties and gift cards this year and get Dad something different. Get him a gift card that shows how much you care, like a hand-forged pocket knife. Or not a gift card. Get him a gift that shows you how much you care, like a hand-forged pocket knife from William Henry. FamilyJewelers.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Elle Fanning is teaming up with Sarah Paulson to star in I Am Sybil, a theatrical reimagining of the true story of a woman affected by disassociative identity disorder. Actress activists are already uh, calling for an actress with actual multiple personalities to play the role, but producers say they have no intention of negotiating 16 different contracts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Bill Murray, you reported on this earlier, Preston, and Milkshake song singer Kellis are apparently a couple as the two have been seen hanging out together in both the United States and England. The 72-year-old Murray is telling friends that it's all about love, while Kellis says it's really more about stealing the old man's prescription drugs. <laughs> And finally, Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid doing nothing to quell rumors that they are in a serious relationship, arriving at a swanky London hotel just minutes apart. DiCaprio even awkwardly tried to deflect by asking a reporter, isn't that model BB Habib DD Dadid? I guess I don't know because I'm not having sex with her. All right, we're going to go for an answer to the lesson question. Mark Ruffalo is going to be working with local writer Brad Inglesby on which sequel to Mayor of Easttown, 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Jason, try and get an answer. Hi, Jason. Morning. All right, Jason. Nice huh. All right, what is the name of the show that Mark Ruffalo is going to be working on? Is it Hulk of Easttown? Yes, yeah. the Hulk of Easttown. <laughs> Hang on, Jason. He's got a $50 Rita's Italian Ice gift card, and you can head to Rita's for a five-layer gelati. Back for a limited time only, you can enjoy your favorite ice flavors with an extra layer of creamy custard to build your own masterpiece. Uh, did I hear we have food here we for us do, today? Indeed. And what's the story on that, Nick? It's a long story, but I'm going to abbreviate it. This is for uh, our buddy Paul Huffman. Paul's a really nice guy. He came up to Carbo Classic this year, and uh, he's having a good year, and he wanted to thank us and um, for some of the things that we've done for him. So we sent us some pizzas from Couch Tomato, which, Steve, I know is one of your absolute favorites. Sure is. So he requested, and a great way to request anything is to bribe us with food, <laughs> a Tom Jones Juicy Shard out for two special happenings uh, today. It's his 33rd wedding anniversary oh. to his beautiful Irish lass, Kathy, and then uh, she's the love of his life, and then uh, for his daughters, Kate and Kelsey, and then it's also his cousin, Chris Slicer's 54th birthday. So all of these things are happening today, and so this one, Paul, is for you. Yeah!
custom made. <laughs> I even right. changed up the first fart to the motorboat fart. I seldom use that. Yep, that was a special one. Yeah. All right, let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. All right, Mark Hoppus and his wife Sky are suing their neighbor over a pine tree that is blocking their view. Damn that tree! According to the lawsuit obtained by TMZ, the Blink-182 basis says that the neighbor is violating rules adopted by the planning commission they hashed out years ago, which called for her to remove several trees and maintain uh. a pine tree at a maximum height of 15 feet. So it's basically their homeowners association? Sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, he is calling for the trees to be maintained and is suing for the damages. Or I'll kill you. So, I was yeah. with my cousin over the weekend who is a lawyer in Rhode Island and he does some cases like this, like property lines and trees yeah. and fences and like we had a lot of conversation about it. It's pretty we, interesting. We've talked about how brutal... Uh, Disparities, discrepancies, issues between neighbors can get over property lines and who's mowing what part of the lawn and fences. And he said he has a lot of work. Yeah, I'm sure. Alkaline Trio drummer uh, Derek Grant has announced that he is leaving the band after 22 years. He said in a statement, it's with mixed emotions. I've decided to step down as drummer of Alkaline Trio. Uh, The demands of being in a touring band have become increasingly difficult in recent years. And while this was a difficult decision to make, it was the best thing for me and my mental health. He said, oh, boy. I want to thank everyone who is supporting the ba- who has supported the band. Alkaline Trio has the best fans in the world, many of whom I've gotten to know over the years, and I'll miss seeing all of you. Uh, I also want to thank Blair Dickerson for being a true friend and a great manager. And he added, most of all, I want to thank Matt and Dan for 22 amazing years. I got to travel the world playing music with two of my best friends, and the bond that we share can never be broken. I wish them all the best moving forward. While I'll be focusing more on production, music, and visual art, I promise you haven't heard the last of me. It's got to be hard for somebody like that to hang it up, but for whatever reason, yeah. there's something that just says, I can't I can't do this anymore. You I was meant I mean? for ballet. Maybe that was it. <laughs> Wolfgang Van Halen admitted that he suffered from a severe case of the nerves before tackling Van Halen classics at last year's Taylor Hawkins tribute concert. Uh, Wolfgang was among the few artists to play both shows held last September 3rd at London's Wembley Stadium and the 27th in L.A.'s Kia Forum with his performance saluting both Hawkins and his late dad, the late great Eddie Van Halen. Uh, He said, oh man, I was nervous as hell, uh, taking away any emotional weight to it, just performing with three musicians who I loved my entire life and looked up to was crazy enough. But then you had the emotional, excuse me, the emotional weight of it all for Taylor. It was probably one of the... The only few times I'd ever really play any songs like that for Pop and for Taylor. Huh. Yeah, just an insane thing that I'll never forget, he said. But it was really, it was hard for me. He was scared, nervous. Uh, now running at the Morrison Hotel Galleries in Los Angeles in New York City is a new career-spanning Led Zeppelin photo exhibit. Uh, the showings, which run through June 22nd, feature the last edition signed prints of such late photographers Baron Woolman, Peter Simon, Peter Tarnoff, and Terry O'Neill. Other high-profile photographers are sharing their work in this as well. I, it says to uh, view the Led Zeppelin Morrison Hotel uh, collection, and then it gives a link. Just do a search. You'll find yeah. it. How about that? <laughs> leave, it, leave them alone. Let me Google that for yeah. you. Uh, and then uh, I have one last story, and then we have some clips to play. Casey, make oh, sure we have yeah, these, please. Okay. Uh, Neil Young is returning to the road with dates and and venues to be announced uh, sometime today uh, during a Zoom call with subscribers to his Neil Young archive set. He said of the upcoming West Coast acoustic shows, 
Uh, I don't want to come back and do the same songs again. I feel like I was on some sort of carnival ride. I'd rather uh, be doing these other songs I haven't done, and I won't be. I won't have to compare how I'm doing Heart of Gold to how I played it in 1970, 1980, 1990, 2000, 2010, 2020. Fans so, are going to like to hear that. Well, he's going deep, so yeah. if you're a real fan, you'll love it. Uh, he stated these shows will feature 80% rare deep cuts and launch with a stand at uh, a tiny little unknown theater that's close to one of the most well-known theaters in the world. Uh, they're not new songs. They're old songs, but I wake up with them in my head every morning, and they are songs that apply to my life right now and apply to everyone's lives in this era that we're in. He said some of them were written 20, 30, 40 years ago. I saw a production. I think it was Welcome to Grenville or something like it was a... Um, Greendale. Greendale. So it's, that, it's, it's, yeah. Right, right. So it's, a lo- it's basically a, a musical... Uh, songs, you know, set to a story. And so he'll do that whole thing and then um, do a couple of hits at the end. I remember people yeah, audibly getting furious. I was at the, it was across the river. It was yeah. at the Shed in Camden. I was at that show too, Steve. And people, it was a whole like music opera. Yeah. But it, it was not a rock opera, I should say. No, yeah. Um, but with no familiar hits until the end. Right. And, but, and sparsely. Yeah. But if he's if he's going to go for deep cuts, right. if, you're, if you're a big, big fan, like when uh, Bill went to that Rush show he hated, uh, it's because, number one, they played all the new album, and then they started playing just kind of deep cuts for yeah. me, for a fan. Totally. That was a special show. But I they thought, also I announced it. Yeah, they announced yeah. it ahead of time. Which is what yeah. Neil is doing here, saying that I'm, I'm going to be playing these deep, deep cuts. So if you're into that. You're going to like it. That's what you'll get. All right. Uh, we have some clips of Gene Simmons. Talking about, obviously, them wrapping up the whole band, the whole thing. And this is him talking about uh, knowing when to wrap things up. Here we go. You have to have a little pride and self-respect. Know when to get off the stage. It's Mm -hmm. been half a century. We've been doing this an awfully long time. I can't tell you how much it means to us to be in front of the fans and put on the spectacle of all spectacles. But on December the 2nd, New York City, Madison Square Garden, that will be the last time Kiss will ever be on stage anywhere. Okay. And uh, he, he goes on to talk about his feelings about... Uh, the end of the touring for the band. Here we go. You know, pride in a half a century of defying the critics, we completely ignored them. So it's going to be happy because of the uh, amazing journey we've had, but sad, of course, because it's going to be heartbreaking. All right. I want to devote more time to the mecha chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that giant yeah. me- mechanized chicken statue. <laughs> yeah. The Mecca Chicken. <laughs> All right, and that's uh, my last item in music news. We have one final break to take before we come back and give away our Word of the Week prize and wrap up the program for the week, so make sure you do not miss it. We'll be gone just a moment. It's officially foo season, people. And MMR is writing prescriptions this weekend to get your foo shot. It's blocks of Foo Fighters all weekend and free copies of the new album, but here we are on CD. MMR VIPs, head to the contest page at WMMR.com and enter for your chance to win a Foo Fighters vinyl catalog, including both black and white editions of the new album. It's new foo for you. Ladies and gentlemen, foo fighters. From the station with the only cure for foo season, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. 
You're listening to Preston and Steve. I don't know what that means. MMR rocks. Now. Nah, we'll, we'll rock later. Yeah. Uh, 93.3 WMMR was going to backsell that song. Larkin Poe, Megan, and Rebecca. Amazing. Sisters extraordinaire. They will be live. At the MM Barbecue uh, coming up in September. And they're the band I'm most excited to see because they've been here in our studio. They play it. I've, I've become a fan now. And yeah. Love them. Listen to their albums uh, regularly, and uh, they're just immensely talented. So we're lucky to have them on the. Uh, on the bill, which is great. All the information at WMMR.com. Get those tickets right about now. Come and join us, why don't you? Um, I would like to thank the people who've stopped by, been on the program this morning. We had David Keckner yeah. and Rob Mayer stop by, and they're playing uh, Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow, 7.30 and 10 p.m., but there is this 4.30 show tomorrow uh, for fans of The Office, and it's exclusively like this office kind of game thing that they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we just had a great conversation with those guys. It was a lot of fun today having them by. Uh, and then speaking of fun, our good friend Michael Barkan stopped in today, and he's got an event tomorrow. Tito's Tiki Tailgate with the Flying Hawaiian. Shane, Verita, uh, Shane Victorino is going to be there at Xfinity Live, the ballpark tomorrow, 1 o'clock. It's 1 to 3. Uh, refreshments, food voucher at Xfinity Live, photo with Shane uh, benefits of the Barkans uh, Hearts Foundation, and uh, it's a ticketed event. So you can go to the BarkanFoundation.org for information, or you can go to the community page at WMMR.com, and you can get tickets that way as well. So uh, before we get Pierre in here and uh, do our letter of the day, word of the week, and all that stuff, another one of our interns is going bye-bye. How do I and it's that time of year when we, we send them off into the cruel, dark world that is before them. Uh, so we have uh, the very lovely Annie. Yeah. Annie is, her last day is today, and you're the last of our, our current crop of interns. I am. Going goodbye. The new so. interns have, like, a lot to live up to, I feel yeah. like. I the agree. This group yeah. was, uh, like, I'm going to miss those guys. This group has been, some shine more than others. All of them are wonderful and help out quite a bit. But this is, a, I think you're going to be friends with these guys for the rest of your life, probably. I definitely agree. Yeah. You guys really hit it off. We did. That's awesome. We definitely did as a group. All right. For those who don't know you, Annie, where are you from, by the way? I am from Delco. I'm from Lansdowne. Yeah. yeah. Finest. And yeah. uh, you're already done with school, right? Correct. Yes, I graduated from Temple back in May. Okay. And uh, what what was your major? I was an advertising major, so completely different spectrum. It My is. dad uh, recommended this internship to me when I was in Ireland, and I took a chance on it, and I emailed Marissa, who I can't make eye contact with, but <laughs> hi, Marissa. Um, and I went from there, and now it's been a while, and You've been I great. every second of it. You've been sensational. I mean, we did a whole bunch of stuff. I'm thinking of you guys out at the camp out and how you were uh, taking control of different yep. situations. You're, you've been... Uh, a good go-to person here. Now, the word is you might be joining, hopefully, the MM Army. That'd be nice. That is the hope. That's yes. The dream. So people um, could see you out and about. Definitely. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And so what are you going to do this summer? What's going on? If not, you're not, if, if, besides MM Army, if that Not happens. quite sure yet. Right. Uh, probably mowing the lawn a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Going to the shore next week with my family. So nice. So be fun. Yeah. Um, and really just enjoying... Enjoying summer a little some, bit. Some then, dog sitting in the city? Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. So, Stephen mentioned a few of the uh, uh, events that we've had. What? Uh, what? Which one uh, was your favorite? 
Oh, I would have to say Cardboard Classic is yes. my favorite event. <laughs> yes. I mean, Gina and I had one of the best times there. Um, and just meeting so many of the listeners there, too, and, like, making those connections was so much fun. And Cardboard Classic was easily... I can tell you, you guys were tearing it up. You we were having were. a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's one of our favorite events of the year, without question. So, awesome. Well, thank you for all the help. You've been thank wonderful. You I appreciate it. Excellent. All right, let's hear it for Andy. Yeah! Going away. And we have a new group that's uh, that's just begun over the past couple weeks, so we're getting to know them as well. Uh, so uh, Pierre Robert is going to slide into the spot that uh, Annie was keeping, and uh, we'll get our letter of the day, our word of the week. We'll give away stuff, and we'll find out what he's got in store for you. How you doing, man? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Um, John DeBella just opened the door for me. I saw that. Yeah, so. And I saw his face there for a moment. I thought he was going to come in with you, but no, uh, he, he drifted he's off. He's more than welcome to. He, um, he's my new valet. He's looking for a gig. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be your yeah, man yeah. Friday. Yeah, so. Literally. Um, he's going to, uh, he's got a lot of style. Never forget the first day he walked in. I was doing overnights, and the door swung open. This red, bright red down jacket, red scarf. <laughs> red beret and red sunglasses. And wow. it's, you know, quarter to six in the morning. And they were red mirrored sunglasses with red, white, and blue stripes on, on the uh, the arms of the glasses. I'm going, something has changed dramatically. <laughs> and um, he never lost, has never to this day lost a sense of style. One of the great ones. So, uh and if in a couple of weeks, I think he will be a workforce block. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah, sensational. So I'm thinking Great. two Fridays. Next Friday's a blood drive. So I'm thinking the following Friday, uh, I'm going to have John in and uh, celebrate uh, his life on my program. I love that. Because, I mean, the, the changeovers that you and I have, you guys and I have, um, are reminiscent of what he and I would do. So we would always accept he was much more brutal on me than you were. <laughs> <laughs> when you first met him, were you doing overnights? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what, what was harder for you, overnights or mornings? Over No, mornings. Yeah. So I loved overnights. Okay. I could go back to it now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably will. <laughs> at, uh, at Z705 right, in uh, Upper Allentown. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Where are you going to be? I, I got a future. Pierre, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They broadcast to the other side of Allentown. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah it's a, it's the back. <laughs> yeah. It's I, it's sort of the farm league Allentown yeah. team, uh, and that's nothing against Allentown, by the way. Fabulous, fabulous village, but it's one of the lower commodity stations in the AT Allentown uh, area. So um, uh, they're going to call me the Duke. <laughs> the, yeah, Duke. the Duke. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. top forty too, so I got to pick up my pace a little. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> Which, uh, hey everybody! You know the routine. That was 15 years ago or more when I did that, and that was my imitation of a top 40 DJ. It is. Uh, if if people are just joining the program and wondering where did that come from, that yep. was the origin of that. Yep. Yep. There you have it. That was All right. Him doing an impression of a top 40 DJ, which is wonderful. Yeah. So I got to get that. Can I borrow that? <laughs> yes. yes. You need to work yeah, that. You need to work on that. And Kathy, you're going to come with me. You might need a co-host. Yeah, I might need a co-host <laughs> to bounce things off of. Yo, what, what do you think, Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a game, huh? Yeah, Did you see those sluggers take on the... Yeah. We're going to do sports talk. Let's play some... Britney Spears, come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on now. Is All right. It... Listener, you're the winner. Okay, got it. Oh, right back over this. 
Come on. Come on. <laughs> That's your phrase. That's yeah. your get her done. Come on. That's my get her done. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on, Come on now. Ah, <laughs> uh, we can do it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Are Come you on! Or are you we, yeah, top we forty. From, What's no, going on here? I don't know. Like I can't. Unlike Steve, I can't hold an accent. Whatever accent I, I try to morph into, then it eventually yeah. morphs into something else. It morphs. <laughs> it morphs. Yeah. 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 How about that letter? Preston and Steve on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now the daily letter. Uh, My finger was him. literally on the button for ten minutes. <laughs> he moved himself along. Um, that's not easy. <laughs> the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter Y is in yellow. All right. And let's say call number 8 at 215-263-WMMR. If you know that word, then we got the prize on this end for you. Call right now, please. Uh, so what's happening on your carousel of entertainment today? Of madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have dead and company tickets for next Thursday. Uh, we will have workforce blocks of Tom Petty. A tool has gone on sale. And a block of the Beatles. Everything that rocks. Ooh, love there that. There you go. Block of the Beatles. Um, I want to mention real quick, because we're still getting our caller on the line. Uh, did you see our new, well, you probably won't know it. I heard about it. Our new uh, shirt for the I Bleed for Presidency Blood it's Drive. very cool. Yes. Yeah, so I that, haven't watched Ted Lasso, though. So. Oh, okay. It's, it's an important, uh, there's a sign that says believe on it in that font. Uh, what station is he on? Uh, he's Apple. on Apple. Okay. Uh, so it's an important part of that show, and uh, it fit right in with this. So it says bleed instead of believe. Uh, and everybody who donates will get one of these shirts, and we are hoping you're going to help us uh, reach our goal of at least 1,000 units. Please and sign up. We will. Uh, you guys are at the uh, Oaks, but uh, Pancake and I will be at Live Casino. Yes. And uh, so we can uh, certainly hope everyone in South Philly region comes down there and visits with us. We'll be there as soon as you guys end till 3 o'clock. I'm yep. coming over. I think you are as well, Preston. Yep. yep. Sweet. Should be. Yep. All right. Uh, we have caller number 8. We're going to go to it's Eric. Hi, Eric. Good morning to you. What? It's just that you look so nice. Oh, there you go. Oh. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. All right, what is the word, please? Today. Come on! <laughs> and that means yes. All right, Eric, you got it. Come We're, on now. We're going to set you up with a pie, Zeke, round barbecue and fire pit kit from Landis Block. Come on now. Come on. Right on. All right, Thank hang you. on the line. We'll get your information, buddy, and we'll set you up. Got some uh, Taylor Swift coming up next. You can start imagining your own... T.S., as I like to call her, Big T. Backyard Paradise by looking at the photo gallery online at LandisBC.com. Yo, Romano, what's traffic? Check that out. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. Preston that's Special. Top 40, all right? Yeah, that's what, that's what Top 40... Sounds just like. I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, Duncan, President Steve Show, runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Trinity Rehab locations all over. And now opening King of Prussia, trinity-rehab.com. Uh, next week on our program, as I mentioned, the I Believe for Presidency Blood Drive is one week from today. Uh, former Eagle Rodney McLeod will be joining us. Nice. We haven't had a porn star in a while. Tori Black will be in yes. our studio. So uh, she's going to be appearing at... Uh, uh, Club Risque, who helped us out so much at uh, the Keenan's Live broadcast with all of our sex toys. It's crazy. Uh, so Tori Black will be here, and we're going to talk to Ken Jennings, the host of Jeopardy as well, which Love is it. really cool. So that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have yourself a fantastic weekend, gang. We'll see you on Monday. Bye-bye. <laughs>
The U.S. Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.